0: I'm, uh, y'all can come on here, like, tag, share, join in, I'm going to deal with it tonight, I show, I'm going to deal with it tonight, dealing with it. I done held my tongue long enough, and I ain't holding it no more. I ain't holding it no more. Put my phone on. You can tag, share, like, invite, all that great stuff, because I'm going to deal with it. I sure am. When I say I'm hot I'm fat fi- I'm hot, I am heated. Okay. I'm tired. All the way tired. I'm dealing with it in the night though. All the way. Um my spirit is all the way vexed. My spirit is fixed, okay. So, like, tag, share, invite somebody, call somebody. I don't care who you call, you can record it, screen record because they got all these new fancy devices now where you can do all this extra stuff. But I'm gonna deal with it tonight. I'm gonna deal with it, okay. Deal with it, and it's gonna be short and sweet. Let's go. So listen, this is where I'm at, okay? I made a post today, probably about an hour ago, about the kingdom. About about us calling, we supposed to be kingdom, right? We supposed to be kingdom. That's what we supposed to be. Hey, sis. And when I made my post, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm over people. Like, as far as uh, caring about what people think, um, um, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. I'm over all that, like literally over all that. Um, been I've lived my life in in the shadows, and I've lived my life you know quietly and um i I have really have said some things that really blew people's mind didn't even expect me to say it because i have always cared about what people thought of me i always cared about what people I, i just cared about what they knew i cared about all of that but let me help you today Okay, let me help you get this together real good because I'm not one of them ones that you're gonna continue to play with. I have always been the type who have covered people even when they uncovered me. Okay, I have always been there for people when they never been for me. I ain't call me, I ain't show up in Texas, I ain't never show up to my house in North Carolina. I've always been there for people who never showed up for me. Okay. What I'm sick of, and I made this post, I said an hour ago, excuse me, um, three hours ago, I made a statement, and I made it very clear. I said, I'm sick of people. You could be church, not church. You could be whoever you want to be called. I said, and, I'm a, and I quote this, okay? I'm so sick of people, especially those, and let me say exactly how I typed this so nobody don't get nothing misconstrued, okay? I'm so sick of people, especially those who are called themselves kingdom. If you choose to be gay, if you choose to be trans, if you choose to be lesbian, if you choose to lie, you choose to gossip, you choose to sleep around, uh, don't pay your bills, church hop, that's on you. Hear me what I say. It's on you. It ain't on me. It's on you, not me. Let's be clear. Make sure you tag, like, and share this because everybody's gonna get this word before 2020 and before I go on my consecration because I'm sick of all y'all. Now, I gotta use my words like this because at the end of the day, I do run a business. But what I don't like, and as I tell my kids, use your big kid voice. That means speak up. Hello. No longer on mute. I'm sick of y'all I ain't talking about... Because I'm the church. I ain't talking about the building. But I'm talking about people in general. Those of you who always got something to say. Those of you who always got something to talk about. when I'm going to help you, you're going to have something to talk about tonight. Okay? I don't condone the activities or sextivities, uh, sextivities he or she do. Did you hear what I say? I don't care what nobody does. That's on you. However... I still love and I show it. I'm not fake about that. Just because you see something in them that is sin, I may not see it. But yet pray that the Holy Spirit consumes them and take over. See, God has done ministry for me in a whole different way. Let me finish my post before I go there. However, my walk is set up differently now. And guess what? I I mind the business that pays me. Okay? If you are so concerned about about people and what they do, call them. I still got a landline. And tell them what thus says the Lord and not what you see on social media. My point is mind the business. That pays you. Where my book? I believe it's over there somewhere. I think it's in the frame. My bookkeeping book. My thing is this. How can you draw people when you are constantly judging? You don't know people walk, and definitely not mine. You only knew what you was told. And what you was told, you still don't add value to your life. My point is, mind the business that pays you. Everyone wants to say they are doing kingdom, but get putting your mouth on people literally. You might as well be doing the sex activities too. And activities too. If you're bold about it, call them on the phone and tell them. Cha-ching, I'm getting my bag. This is my last post addressing those who are saying they are of the kingdom, but yet of this world. Be reformed, no longer revived. Now let me deal with, let me go back up here with this this right here, okay? Because everybody's saying the streets is talking, everybody's saying, everybody's saying this and this about me. You heard it from my mouth, okay? Because I ain't got to do no interview. I got my own platform. And I don't do platforms to scandalize anybody's name. Okay? I don't do that. Never have, never will. But if anything, we're going to deal with the spirits. Okay? Number one, spirit of divination. Those who sow discord. Okay? Let me tell you something. You call me about anything concerning anybody that I know you will get checked blocked and deleted okay let me tell you something know that know that period i don't care about what people talk about i do not care but what i do care about is when you come to me and you name drop let that be clear i don't got time for the name drops. i don't care what you do in your bed i don't care what you did with them first of all i do not care and this yet is an open rebuke okay And anybody can rebuke anybody, especially when you're out of order and you think you can't be touched. Let's be clear. All right. Another thing is, let's deal with the spirit of jealousy. All right. Let's deal with it. When you're jealous of someone else and wants what someone else got okay you choose to want what somebody else got because you don't have all the things that you desire to have just like i went out here and worked my behind off married or unmarried i still went and got what i got amen let's deal with that you jealous of what she doing you jealous of what everybody else doing you jealous help somebody today you're jealous You can't be mad because they up and move. Don't worry about why they move. Hell, you need to go move. Why you worrying about, oh, she on the scene. Oh, she secular. Oh, she ain't saved. Oh, she always in this state. Oh, she all in that state. What man she slipping with now? What happened in her marriage? What this and that? It ain't none of your business what happened, but hello likes. Let me tell you something. Those of you who have been sending screenshots that have been sending stuff here and there and want to know what was said or what happened between my husband and I, my ex-husband and I. First of all, let's be clear. I did, I did leave my husband yes i did i left my husband and i left him for various of reasons it wasn't just one reason i left him for various of reasons and first of all i did give my husband another chance i did give my husband multiple times to get it right with me let's let me say that hold on maybe i'm no longer going mute the boot don't job i did so let's deal with that okay so y'all can stop with the lying, but I mind the business that pays me. I said it in the end, but I just had to say that part. So when you sit up here running your mouth and because I needed help, let me help you. You gossiping because the lying spirit is gossipers. Let me help you. You gossipers. I can say what happened in my life. Okay. Let me say that. So what did he say? Nothing to do with jealousy. Says it's to do with correcting and exposing sin. It needs to be. It needs to be dealt with, as the word says, to be there for one another. Um, nothing to do with the with jealousy. Says follow, follow what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, this is what I'm telling y'all. I know what I left my marriage for. Okay, I know what I left my marriage for. I don't care what he do out there on Facebook. Okay. I don't care what he told you on Facebook. I don't care what he inboxed you on Facebook. I do not care. I don't care. I don't care. Let me say that part because this this is why social media is so big everybody say I hate social media I hate it, I hate it but you constantly posting your pictures of your family you constantly posting videos you are constantly saying different quotes as as if you are a philanthropist and all this great stuff hey you got your degree, oh well, great good job, let them be dead okay y'all so concerned about what's going on so this post is related to the lying spirits that's walking around here Y'all gossipers, y'all lying and y'all doing all this extra stuff. Don't call me about nobody else. Don't inbox me about nobody else. I do not hell of a care. Okay? I don't care. And I don't care. Everybody say they got um they seen receipts and they seen this and they seen that. Baby, if you seen it, good job. I'm glad now you know what ha- happened. I'm glad you know. But what I'm not going to do is entertain a spirit. Period. I'm no longer ashamed. So let me help you. I'm no longer ashamed. I was married to someone who beat me. I was married to someone who cheated on me with multiple men. Let's be clear. I'm not ashamed. When I tell you I'm free, I'm free. And when I say I'm free, I'm free indeed. Help today. So don't come for me. Don't text me. Don't call me about nobody else. That ain't kingdom. That ain't kingdom. You calling me about somebody else. Call me about me. And don't call me trying to check me on where I am and who I'm with. The reason why I kept quiet was because I was ashamed. You don't know what it's like to be married to a man who you wanting. To be with. You don't understand. You don't know what it's like. You ain't never walked a mile in my shoes. You ain't never been where I've been. So let me make this clear. I'm sick of people. No, be quiet. No, don't say nothing. Lord God gonna do this. And God gonna do that. Shut up. You lying spirits. You lying spirits. You gossiping spirits. You want to know? You going to have it. And I'm not going to stand with nobody that's walking wrong. I'm not standing. I stood long enough. It has grown me. Those of you who are married to preachers. It ain't got nothing to do with a preacher. It got all to do with a man. Yes, he was anointed. Yes, he, gave the, he, he could prophesy from the front to the back. Yes, he could. And yes, I loved him. And yes, I did. But at the end of the day, let's be clear. I ain't walking with nothing wrong. I've seen people. Listen to me. I've seen people come to the ministry and they leave the ministry. And I'm the first lady and the pastor's wife. So y'all sitting up here thinking that it's okay. I tell my kids that I teach, listen, use your big kid voice. When somebody do something to you, you talk about it. I sat quiet, okay? But you spirits who gossiping, you're gossiping. And you're gossiping about the wrong stuff. And then at the same time, when you're gossiping, you thinking it ain't going to come back just because they're not your friend. Don't think somebody else may know you and they may come back and tell you something that they didn't expect them to know that you was their friend. But at the end of the day, you find out, oh, well, I heard your name and they, they mentioned your name. Oh, I seen the receipts. I had men. Woke up to me. In somebody else's service. And said to me. I slept with your husband. I'm like hey. You slept with him. Not me. I'm dealing with it. I'm sick of people. Y'all calling y'all self-kingdom. If you cared anything about me. Or you cared anything about my child. You wouldn't have never done the stuff you done. And you knew I was married. Period. Many of you knew. Then I was married. But y'all knew that you was in his sheets. You was in the sheets with him. I'm still, I'm I'm walking where I'm supposed to walk, baby. I had to get clearance. And when the Holy Ghost told me to speak, this ain't to scandalize nobody, but this is my story. And that's on you. He chose to sleep with the men. He chose to sleep with the armor bearer that lived in our house for four or five years. He chose to do that. And say they was bros. And say they was, oh, we brothers. Y'all brothers and y'all hanging, but at the same time, y'all sucking and y'all having sex. While my daughter upstairs, when y'all thinking that my child was sleep, Now, see, my daughter had to go to a hospital because all the stuff she kept inside of her. I'm sick of y'all. Oh, he's a man of God. There ain't nothing dealing with God on the end of that. I don't care what you say. Take God off and say, let's deal with the man. Let's deal with the man. But when no man wants to be delivered, there's nothing you can do. God told me to walk away from my marriage. I didn't want to walk away. I was going to stand. He put his hands on me. His mother said to me, somebody needs to get out. Somebody needs to get out before somebody get hurt. Who got hurt? Me. I had to wear this on my hand because still people can't squeeze my hand tight because he fractured my wrist had to wear this. I don't care what nobody got to say. I'm releasing this. I don't need nobody to release nothing. I'm releasing it. And I don't care what nobody got to say about it. Y'all sitting up here thinking it's okay. Y'all don't know what them first ladies go through. I'm not saying all first ladies. Husbands are gay. I'm not saying all first ladies. I'm not saying that. I'm not bitter. Far from it. But I'm sick of people lying. I'm sick of y'all lying. My cousin, she was so mad. She said, girl, he said that you, um, you left him. You, you, um. You left him and then offered him a second chance. What the hell? You a lie? And I deal with that spirit, that lying spirit. Because you did that. That spirit, you allowed the devil, the spirit, to control you. I deal with the spirit. At the end of the day, yes, people wrong and they do stuff, but at the end of the day, listen, you don't put your hands on no woman. When I confronted that spirit, that spirit jumped on me. And threw me across this room. The one he was cheating on me with. His armor bearer. The one that you see. The one that you've seen plenty of times. Always with us. And people would inbox him. They would inbox my ex-husband. And say to him. Oh, why you always got him with you. You need to enjoy your marriage. Everything that was said to me in the beginning was a whole lie. None of the stuff. I slept on an air mattress for three years. Pastor Kevin Gibson. Had gave us a bed. Who my ex-husband barely slept in. I don't condone the activities. Many people were thinking that I was a part of it. Like, I arranged this. Like, oh yeah, she did. I didn't marry nobody to cover up nothing. He said he was delivered. And my mama always told me. And my grandma always said. Listen, baby. If whatever they said they ain't doing. It'll come up. The results will show. He ain't sleeping in the bed with me. My ex-husband didn't sleep with me for two years, going on three. And he had to nerve to text me and say, keep waiting. So those of you, and I only slept with my ex-husband five times. Let me deal with it. So y'all sitting up here thinking, oh, and when I say I'm free, I'm definitely free. Because I'm no longer being lied to, Deceived. And I, I'm contracting AIDS. Do you know what that could have done to me? Do you know what that could have done to my daughter? You playing with somebody's life. I'm sick of it. I kept quiet long enough. Then y'all so-called apostles want to call me about another apostle. That you know I'm connected to. That ain't kingdom. You checking people because you feel like you got the authority to check people. Sit yourself down somewhere and have several auditorium seats because they're selling tickets at the door for your foolishness. Hello, some daggone body. I was prompted by the Holy Ghost to get up here. Because I was going to remain quiet. Quiet. We sitting up here going to church. We're going to church, heat clapping, hand he clapping, and all this stuff. Yes. Yeah. And then y'all sitting up here saying, Oh no, nah, that ain't God. I had a prophet call me and tell me, Woman of God, you wrong. Woman of God, you wrong for divorcing your husband. Matter of fact, I could have sworn to do De- in Deuteronomy. It tells me that I don't need to stay in no misery. You don't know what that first lady going through. She gotta sit on the on the front row. She gotta sit on the front row and watch this. I'm seeing it before my eyes. I'm seeing it. That the armor bearer trying to act like he me. I'm seeing it. I'm, the, I'm not speaking for no first lady. I'm talking about me. There are some first ladies that have been through what I've been through and they they've been in for 20, 30 years. Wanted to be treated like the pastor. Wanted to get the same treatment like the pastor. This is what they wanted. I'm, I'm embracing. I'm lying to my ex-husband. I'm saying, well, it's fine. Long as we, long as I got my own room. We went from a one-bedroom to a two-bedroom and to a three, to a three-bedroom, four-bedroom. Then, uh, yeah, a four-bedroom did to a five-bedroom. But it was all us niggas living together. And niggas is ignorant. People. I could have been home. I was calling home asking, hello somebody, asking for help. And I was married. When I found out that my ex-husband and his armor bearer, the assistant youth pastor, was um, dealing with each other, I found it through messages. Where he's telling him, come back to bed because he was exposed at his, at, at the church, at the church that he was a part of before he changed the name. And anytime church changing names and stuff like that, it was a scandal or something involved of that nature. And so I had to sit here and try to figure it out. People are inboxing me. Well, i God, I'm praying for you because uh, your ex-husband, I heard him online. He said you left him and didn't give him a second chance. I'm sitting up here talking about, I'm like, huh? Second chance? I asked him, can you please stop? Even when Dr. Gretzky Steps was here, he put his hands on me. And that was 2019. Right after, she done laid hands on the both of us. And because I exposed him in front of the church. Pastor Colleen, God rest her soul, she's no longer living. But it was a lot of things that that woman saw in this house. She saw because she lived with us. And Dr. Gertrude Stacks, I called her. And I told her, I said, please pray for me. And you got the audacity to sit up here and say to me that I'm wrong. I done done been quiet. I've been quiet. I ain't exposed nobody. I ain't said nothing, nothing. I talked to my family because that's who was pulling me out. That's who was making sure I was good. Making sure me and my daughter was dealing with. It's a lot of stuff that pastor wives and first ladies deal with. And we got to sit there and be quiet. Because we're following the scripture of being submissive. But you're not supposed to entertain foolishness. You're walking around with God. And I was raised, if you ain't walking around right with God, I don't need to follow you. I need to turn my face and pray. And that's what the hell oh I did. I prayed. That's what I did. I prayed. I prayed. On my knees, in my prayer closet. Every single day. Praying. People leaving the ministry because of how he was mishandling them, mishandling money. Come on here. It ain't kingdom. And then people try to drag my overseer and say, well, where was the overseer? The overseer didn't know because he wasn't held accountable. He didn't even hold himself accountable. He wanted all of us and the ministries underneath him to be accountable to him. But he wasn't accountable to his overseer. Period. Period. Everybody try to see him, try to tell y'all it's an image for the first lady. I love my ex-husband for real. Even in his flaw. Even when I knew he was texting another man. On Kick, on grinder, on all these Facebook Messenger, Instagram. I'm seeing it all. Don't be sorry for me. Thank God that I got out. Thank God I didn't die. He choked me to where I lost my vocal voice, my vocal, bust my vocals? And so people try to sit in here. I'm good. I'm healing, but I'm good. My daughter felt what I was feeling. And my daughter tried to take herself out. And I had to admit my daughter to a mental hospital because my daughter wouldn't talk. Well, many people don't know. She did not talk my daughter was dealing with a lot until she started talking to the therapist Till she started talking to the psychiatrist she started talking and they asked me they said well how much of this you know is true and some of it i knew and some of it i did not know because she did not tell me because she said mommy she said i know sometimes When you say, when you, when I do something or I tell you something, you go back to daddy and you tell daddy and daddy whooped me and I was telling the truth. I didn't know. Then turn around, blame her for things that she had done. And I'm like, okay, Angela did a lot of things, but some things that didn't make sense. But then you turn around and you sit here and say to me, oh, when you the first day you just supposed to be crying and praying. A lot of first ladies deal with the lot. Y'all love the pastor more than you love the woman who's praying for him. When he's sick and you got to get go to the store in the middle of the night to give him something for his stomach, his headache. You got to take him to the ER. Got to pay the copay. Come on here, somebody. And you got the nerve to treat these first ladies like that? It wouldn't be no church if that man wasn't with that woman. Y'all sitting up here trying to make, and then the sad part about it is, I said, this is sad. My husband, and I got my notes right here, because I, I wrote a, a note to God. I wrote a note to God. I sent it to my daddy, Darrell Talbot, who has adopted me as his daughter. And I'm going to read a note that I wrote to God at 5 a.m. in the morning. Because I'm up praying, believing God. Believing God for his healing and his deliverance. I said, dear Lord. Because we got into an argument. I said, here we are again. Where my husband tells me I need to talk to someone about what's going on in my head. That daggone spirit of, Je- spirit of Jezebel and that manipulative spirit tried to make me think I was crazy. Ultimate narcissist. Trying to make me to blame for everything. I said, you know what? I took it. My dumb self took it. Yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, I'm 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 too emotional. Yeah, I want a baby. I want a baby, but we ain't having enough sex. You ain't banging my brains out like you should. Okay. But you but I got the problem. You ain't touched me. You ain't touched me since December the 21st when we got married in North Carolina. And then when I had to ask you on February the 14th and Pastor Chalini, who was a part of our ministry, she sat there and said, man, what's wrong with you? You need to be all over that woman. She left our ministry. She was gone. This woman moved to Florida. People was moving from Connecticut. was moving from um, um, Minnesota. Was moving from all places. New York. Moving to be a part of this ministry, and you do people dirty like that? I'm praying. I'm believing God. I'm asking Tiffany McGurman. Hey, can you listen? Not beating my bang in your brains, not bringing them at all, Christina. And listen, I'm a fire woman, and I know I listen. Yes, Lord, stay on top of it. I got you, Holy Ghost. He. Th- this was the message that I wrote. Dear Lord, here we are again, where my husband tells me I need to talk to someone about what's going on in my head. I need a professional. As stated before pushing me off on on someone where he can actually resolve it. He can actually help me. If anything, we need a marriage counselor. The issue is the emotional connection between us. We try to connect, but when I'm down and overwhelmed, he doesn't know how to comfort me. When things get too much in life, I cried, I cried out sometimes. And the thing that was getting too much in life was the fact that, for one, he was messing around with the armor bearer. And I'm seeing him have messages with other people. That, that That's what the problem was. When things get too much in life, I cried out sometimes. And I need my husband to comfort me, not the apostle. He comes with apostle don't, apostles don't have an emotional side. I said I don't want the apostle. This is what I'm talking to God. I'm giving him my letter. I said I need my husband. Is something wrong with that? What's the point of having someone to be married to who doesn't comfort you when it seems like everything is falling but can't hold you and let you know everything will be all right? I believe marriage is about being there for each other or let me help somebody today. I believe marriage is there about being there for each other at their lowest and highest. Your spouse, him or her, should be there when things get tough. Your spouse should be there when things are going tough, be able to talk things through for better, for worse. Not always having the blame game. Just take ownership in what we say. Sometimes my husband says things and changes it. Why? Why I don't know. Why I don't know. I'm talking to God. Sometimes I don't know how he feels because he doesn't share it. He said he is learning to talk more. That was a lie. He was talking to them jokers in their inboxes on and to them men. How about that? He said he is learning to talk more. He Then he said he also said he believes I'm overly selfish because I want my husband. I want my time. Then you got a nerd to sit at a table with somebody who was married and who gets loving from her husband and wants it a certain way. And they've been married for over five years and you're going to sit there and tell that woman at that table, don't do him like that. That's because you was gay. And had I known, had I known, I knew March when I found the messages, They was old messages, okay? They were old messages, but so when I tried to bring it to him, he told me, oh, it was a joke, that's how we talked to each other. I was living. Then he went online, and then that thing you know, got in front of the church and apologized in front of the church. This woman that came to our church, she tried to force her to be my armor bearer. I said, I don't see her as my armor bearer, but I see her as a sister, as a friend. I'm new to this, this armor bearer stuff. I'm I'm new to it, so I'm like, I just moved here to Texas, so I'm trying to be friends, I don't want nobody carrying my bag, I don't want to, but she embraced me, then soon as she checked them profit to a profit, then she was like, hold on, this is, you not treating your wife right, you have been only married for two days, and technically we was only married at that particular time for four months, this woman got over five years and overcame so much, so she could teach me something. Hello today, somebody. But every time, oh, you're not a prophet. Okay, I'm not a prophet. Let me help you with something. With this uh, spirit of divination. And then with this aligned uh, spirit of what you had. Have. Because you still got it. You ain't yet delivered. And everybody try to say all this foolishness about this, and that. And he's still a man of God. Take the God off. He's still a man who needs deliverance. Period. I don't care what nobody say. You don't do people like that. You don't fool people. And so they disconnected from the ministry. And they disconnected wisely, unruly, and they disconnected in a cool and calm way. Members was coming to me and saying to me, well, why did they leave? I don't know. I can't tell you why they left. Why don't you contact them and ask them why? But don't lie on me and say I said something that I didn't say. Don't do that. Because you was also in somebody else's inbox trying to sleep with their husband. So if you're going to talk to somebody, you better talk to her. And I'm not name dropping because those of you who are on here know what I'm talking about. Who has followed me, who has been with me, even after separation. This same very woman inboxed me. You want to know her name? I'm sure she, in, she, had, she already publicly put it out there and went on her, one of her posts today. But I won't do that. Because at the end of the day, this woman, when I needed help, she was there with open arms. She was there to help me, see me through. She never stopped praying for me. Even though she was not my armor bearer, she laughing. Uh, you laughing, girl. Uh, she, she wasn't my armor bearer, but I loved the ministry that she had. And what happened was that a man tried to come and assassinate her character or who she was and who she was becoming. She's a force to be reckoned with. And then what that spirit tried to do was try to dim me down. That woman came to me and she said this very clear. She said, I know you're tired of, she said, I see. I know you're tired of public display. You only get your affection in front of people in front of the church. She won't lie. Cause the only kisses and hugs I got was in front of the church. And I soaked it up. I soaked it up. I soaked it up. Because I knew when church was over, I was not, hear what I say, I was not getting no affection or attention. He went to one room, I went to another room. We won't sleep in the same bed, he's sleeping on the floor. I slept on an air mattress for three years. I didn't have a car. He allowed my car to get repossessed and said, that's your problem, that's not my bill, that's your bill. I was driving a Lexus and let my car get repossessed. But he's supposed to be the provider and the protector of our home. And I'm honoring him as king. I'm crying. I'm calling home. Mama, can you help me? Can you help me get my car to repossession? Then we moving from house. We moving every year. We got a new address. We moving from the church building back into the house. From the, back in the house to the church building. That's because money was being mishandled. My husband didn't have to work. I told my ex-husband. I said, listen. Listen. You ain't got to work. You ain't got to work. You can go ahead and do ministry full time. Because I knew that was his passion. He loved God wholeheartedly. I knew that's what he wanted to do. I knew it. So I said, I will work. I didn't mind working. I ain't had no proper door. But now let, let him joker come to this. Let, let them let, huh? You better come here with everything. I'm not selling. I married this man. Because I loved him. And what connected us was a familiar spirit. I used to be in a homosexual lifestyle when I was in college. Kira on here, that was my rolling partner. We was roommates. Jessica on here, we was roommates. But when I decided, I decided to come out of that life. And I had to make a decision when I had a daughter. To come out of that life, I said, Lord, my cousin said this to me. She said, Victoria, you got to know what side you on. You can't be sitting up here saying you saved and you saved for real. And my cousin, she didn't go to church. Princess didn't go to church like that. But what she told me, she said, you got to make a decision. Jayla was, I had Jayla. So, So, that was what, 2010? 2011, this is 2020 now. So two, it's 20, it's 2020. So I had jailer. I had to make a decision. It took me six years to come out of that lifestyle. And I fought my way out. I wanted deliverance. I wanted deliverance. I'm gonna help y'all today. I wanted deliverance. It ain't about going to hell. It was the fact that I didn't want my I wanted my daughter to see an honest life. So I came out of that life and never looked back. If people choose to stay gay, homosexual, that's their decision. I don't condemn that. But what connected us was a familiar spirit. And I saw the spirit. And I said, hey, I said this very clearly to him. When I talked to him on May the 25th, 2016, when I was talking to him, I told him, 26, 2016, I said, hey, I said, I know I don't care about your lifestyle, your past lifestyle, long as you are still not doing it. It's a big difference. I was nowhere in agreement with his lifestyle that I did not, unbeknownst to me, I did not know he was still in that life. Had no clue. Didn't know the man that was inboxing me every morning, his armor bearer. Hey, sis, I'm checking on you. This and that. Are you ready to be the first name? All this stuff. And I'm like, okay, unbeknownst to me. But then when I actually come to Houston and I see everybody and I'm like, okay, I have I, trust me, I got a prayer life. I got a prayer life. And I when I say I see, I see. And I didn't see wrong and I don't see wrong. But when I sat down and I looked and I said, hmm, if this is who he say he is, okay, God, you say this, my husband? Oh, no. I don't want to be married to no preacher. No way. I want to be married to a husband. So the conversations that we were having privately was clear. I'm sending money, trying to make sure we had, me and Jayla had a house to live in. I moved out of my house, was in the process of selling my home. My home sold in 14 days. Come to find out I had another lien on my home, which ended up putting my home in foreclosure. So technically... I could have took my behind back to North Carolina when I found out the, 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 the sale didn't go through. So it wouldn't affect my credit. But his crazy behind said to me, trust God. Trust him. He's going to see you through. It ain't going to go on your credit. The devil is a whole lie. It's on it. As foreclosure. And I believed him. I trusted the God in him. And I'm not wrong for trusting him because I I believe he was my husband. I believe he was who he said he was. I really believed him. I did. I did. I did. I did. I followed what he said. And what he said, hey, I did. I did it. I married him and I moved out and then not you know I'm looking at everything. We're living in a one-bedroom apartment who was not his. It was another pastor's. God bless her soul. Rest her soul and bless her too. And we lived in that one-bedroom apartment for six months. Then we ended up moving out into a two-bedroom apartment. The ones that are on here knew how we lived. I'm like, how in the world he could prophesy Enterprises, cars, all this. How can he prophesy all this stuff? And we living like peasants. I was living like a peasant. I don't care what nobody say. I was living like a peasant. My family came here for a wedding, and they looking. They see me smiling. They couldn't go to my house afterwards. Everybody came. They supported those who did support me. My mama, my sister Princess, my uncle who flew in from Florida for actually California, and um, my uncle and aunt. Flew in. And I say a peasant because I didn't have to live like that. I ain't have to. But I said, I'm going to ride it out with you, boo. I'm going to ride it out. And what he say? Oh, you don't need none of that. Sell all your stuff. I sold all my stuff. Sold all. And I think $2,000 worth all my stuff. And that money was gone by August. I'm going to tell you something. Don't you ever put your mouth on me. Don't you ever try to talk about me to somebody else. Because I can tell my own goddamn story. Know that. And then you turn around and you try to sit here and slay people. Just because you don't see me with them. I got folk praying for me. You may not see me with them. You may not ever see a picture with me. With them. But let me tell you something. They praying for me. But y'all call this kingdom. I don't care if you choose to follow his ministry. That's your business. That's your business. You choose to follow him. I don't follow him. I have no reason to. I have no free reason to befriend him. How he treated me. And then I said, did you forgive him? I forgave him and move on. But it did not consider reconciliation or a conversation or a hello or a bye-bye. What's done was done. Period. So those of you who say in his kingdom that he's still a man of God I'm going to let you know as prophetess Victoria Nicole Hooks, take God off because you're making a disgrace of him and say man. Say that. Because I'm sick of you lying spirits that's wandering around here in the earth. And I know what God called me to be. I used to, I was ashamed. When I got this book, No Longer On Mute, when I did this book, I was ashamed. I still was taking pictures on Facebook and still in bondage. I'm I'm boosting myself up to say I'm living in freedom. I'm living in freedom. I'm, I'm living in freedom, but I'm trying to get myself there. That woman texted me, inboxed me, and said this very clear. She said, woman of God, I'm praying for you. She said, I just, I see too much. She went on a fast. And she the most fascinating, consecrating person i ever seen in my life. Because I was the same person. I said, oh, I got somebody just like me. Oh, her face. Days I'm in the church praying. She was in the church praying with me, coming with me to the church praying. And he talked about me. I was his wife. And he talked about me like a doll. People, he talked about me. In front of Pastor Colleen. In front of them. He talked about me. He ain't, That ain't of the kingdom. There are two kingdoms. There's a kingdom of darkness. And there's a kingdom of light. And that ain't the kingdom of God. I don't care what nobody say but y'all want to see up here and follow these people went on a fast with me July 2017 you remember that? doll baby you remember that? we went on a fast July August her departure was August 2017 and I felt some type of way because I said she told me that she was going to let me know when she left and doll there to be my voice Help today God I didn't have nobody there To be my voice Cause she was my voice Help today She was my voice cause she saw what I was Going through in private We were having late night texts and conversations Believing in God for a child I lied I know how to tell him a doggone self I lied to this man Said I was pregnant I have pregnancy symptoms. But I lied. To have this man to think that I was pregnant. I lied. Because I won. I got. that was Those 30 days were the best attention and affection. That I got from my ex-husband. The closest attention I got. From my ex-husband. I wanted my ex husband's attention. So I lied about being pregnant. I said, I hadn't had no period in two months. I didn't lie about that. I thought I was pregnant. I was excited. The doll baby sent me and him to uh baby doll. Thank you. Holy ghost sent us to the Omni hotel, her and her husband. Sent us to the Omni Hotel to get some one-on-one time because every time we was together, it was always uh, I was always people around, always, always people around. So she sent us to say, "Hey, Apostle, you know, I mean, y'all go ahead." Did this daggone raggedy, raggedy man gonna say I felt offended because of Apostle did tell me he was leaving I was hurt did time I wasn't crying you was crying that's my husband ain't your husband never had privacy so my marriage could have been it could have been what it could have been it could have but because he didn't want to be delivered and because he didn't want to let that spirit go that deceptive spirit. lying spirit. That spirit of confusion. Spirit of divination. Okay, what nobody say. That familiar spirit had a hold on his life and still do. And when God told me to stop praying and when God told me he turned them over to a reprobated mind. It may sound like God, but it ain't. Y'all better what? Who you following? I had a woman of God call me last night talking about another apostle, two apostles, and the Lord said, "Block and delete. This is a spirit of division." Well, use me. I'm sick and tired, Daddy. When the Lord told me, He said, "Tonight is the night. You ain't carrying this no more." Over in 2021, hey, y'all double shot. Y'all sitting up here thinking playing with people's lives. I move my child over here. I'm dealing with the spirit. So you can block, delete me, and not follow me again. Because I'm not here for followers or likes. Trust me. I mind the business that pays me. And my business pays me well. Had people giving their checks to pay. I mean, they give their whole check. I'm giving my whole check. I'm I'm not getting nothing from it. I'm so mesmerized and so under this witchcraft, under this thing where I'm like, I just gave him my whole check. Okay, it's fine. It's bae. Oh, I love my king. Oh, I just love him. I'm making posts. I'm doing this and that. And then there's sometimes I didn't make no post. And then I was told, listen, make the post. I'm sick and tired. People walked away because they saw. Whew, they saw that perverted spirit. They saw it. And they walked away. They said, I can't be attached to this. I don't know what. This ain't God. This ain't right. This don't look right. And they would get offended when you checked them. Anybody know me, I'm very humble. Anybody that knows me, not knew me, but know me. Know me? No, I'm very humble. No, I have a very mixed spirit. And those of you who have mixed spirits, you will be easily targeted. You will be easily taken advantage of that's in relationship, whatever the case may be. Because you want that person to help. You want to build that person. I stood in the back. So I just built, built, you know, push, push, push. But that was my mama encouraging me. My sister Tamika encouraging me. People was encouraging me from the back. My daddy encouraging me. And my daddy said, that nigga gay. Down Tober. My spiritual daddy. Excuse my language, because if you hear nigga or boy gay, whatever. That's what he said to me. I said, no, daddy, no, he not. He used to be, he used to be dealing in that lifestyle. And daddy, to, 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 uh, what's the word? To um back it up. I'm like, Daddy, I used to be in it too. So, daddy, it don't make him less than me. It don't, you know, daddy, what well, daddy said, daughter, you deliver and you turn. And God rose up with all power in his head. But at the end of the day, he's still in that life. And he a user. He a manipulator. He trying to take people money. He ain't taking my money. I'm just being real with y'all. But y'all always got something to say. I'm on here because of the simple fact. God said he's sick of y'all saying it's kingdom. It's lies. That's the the kingdom of the dark world. People try to say you're not qualified because you didn't go get a a, a theologian degree. Theology. You didn't go get that because you ain't qualified. I had people would say to me, listen, you need to just stand by your man of God. I stood by this man. Then when he put his hands on me that second time, after the first time, I told him, I said, you don't put your hands on me. You put your hands on me again. And he choked me the first time because he got mad because in front of the church that night, I told him, you are wrong. We shouldn't even be having church in our house. Starting out, yes. But I said things to encourage him. Hey, babe, we can we can build the people. We can have church house. We can save our money on rent. And we paying uh $1,800 here and $1,800. We're saving money. We can build the people little do little hugs. We can do it. We can do it, babe. I'm with you. I'm with you, babe. I'm telling you what I said. I'm trying to encourage him. Like, Lord, I'm standing by. I'm standing by. And did you out all times of the night? Not coming home for days. You on live in other places and hotels. I mean, the people at the hotel place. Well, I was like, I'm sitting up here like, I'm up here running behind this man. Standing at the Palace Inn. What you standing at the Palace Inn for? You got a whole bed that somebody else blessed us with. But you out here sleeping, trying to, then took me out the bank account so I cannot track your stuff. I ain't no dumb, I ain't no dumb woman, not by a long shot. But my mama always, grandmama always said, baby, ain't nothing going on after 11 o'clock but open legs. And it wasn't no open legs, it was bread bass, Larry said. But dad gone licking booty behind all that stuff was going down at night. And then you get mad at me. Because I'm sitting here saying, I still want to be loved by you. You going to events with me. Domestic violence events. You're going with me to these events, saying I love my wife, so I push my wife, but at the same time, you was verbally abusing me, you was emotionally abusing me, you was spiritually abusing me, you was physically abusing me, you were doing a whole lot. But you out here licking booties and dicking booties down. That's what you out here doing, because these people, let me tell you something, these people sitting up here saying that they your boy, but at the same time, they exposing your tail. What you thought it wasn't going to come out? I didn't say nothing, but I got a child. It's embarrassing. People ain't got no respect. I got my child. I slept with your husband. Oh, he laying on my couch. Oh, well, let me show you. He laying on my couch. And my child looks at me and said, well, mommy, it's true. I said, hush, Taylor, be quiet. And I'm just, I'm just trying to tell y'all something. When you seeing people that have been through, my parents walked through it with me. They could have left me when he put his hands on me. They could have left me. It was after center hours, but they could have left me. They could say, "You know what? Uh-uh, I don't deal with the foolishness." But my parents, that was like, "Listen, we're gonna ride it out with you." But that joker better not come back up over here, let us find out he over here. You, you talking about a business? We're gonna really slay you. Everybody try to do that. This ain't no gossip. This ain't no tea. This somebody's life. I can tell it. I can tell it. This Negro gave me syphilis. And then I had to go get shots in my hips. My daddy and my mama said to me, Just do what you got to do. I thank God it ain't AIDS. I thank God it ain't HIV. Oh, I thank God. So y'all sitting here trying to play with my life? You playing with my life now. And y'all sitting here, you want to have something to talk about. I'm telling you. You playing with my life. Where somebody could have died. I was on consecration when he put his hands on me. I I was weak. I was weak. I was weak. He coming my, the same week I released No Longer on Mute was the next week where he put his hands on me. Yes, I went there, mama. I sure did. Because people need to stop playing out here. Se- sexual transmitted disease is real. It's real. I ain't playing no games. Y'all talking about this is a true prophet. I'm a true prophet. I know that for a fact about my life. And I know I ain't gonna be liked about every, I know I'm not gonna be liked about everybody. And I'm not here for your, you know, likes, your love. I'm not here for any of that. I was bringing in over $5,000 a month. Where the money at? I'm bringing it in. And then my landlord, he tells me, he says, um, he sent me a text message and said, are you going to pay, uh, for the month of May? What? What you mean pay? Pay what? What I'm paying? What I'm paying? I can talk about it. I ain't shame no more. I'm not shame no more. I'm not shame. I'm not shame. I had to call Mama Debbie. Mama Debbie right there. Her, and her husband. They sent me home. Me and my daughter got us a ticket. We stayed home for a week. I had to close. I had to step away from my church. I had to step away. I had to step away, not from my church, from my from my sinner, cause I was done with the church, done with it. I wasn't done with God. I was done with the church. I ain't carrying this crap over. Holy Spirit said, you're not carrying this over. You're going to deal with it. This is two different kingdoms. No what kingdom you part of. I'm part of the light kingdom. Not here for no followers. I'm not here for none of that. I'm here for this. I'm here dealing with this doggone lying, perverted spirit. I didn't have no money. None. Still struggling to this day. Trying to still get assistance. My mama helping me. My dad going Sister princess helping me. Trying to make sure me and my daughter still eat. And I told my mama I was talking to her. And I was home for Thanksgiving. I was. And I was done. I was tired. Emotionally, I was tired. I was drained. My daughter just tried to commit suicide. I found my daughter hanging. Because she said, Mama, it's too much pain on the inside for me to carry. My daughter. It was too much pain. Shamir Bacon. Real Housewives of Houston. She sent me $250. And she said, listen, we got you, sis. You need anything, call me. I didn't have to call nobody. When I make my posts now, my posts are real. Them posts I was making before, there was subliminal posts talking about my life. That I was in. And like my sister said, you don't know what's behind the smile of the post." You don't know what that person is going through. So y'all need to stop with this foolishness. Think somebody I need attention. My life is real. I lost my vehicle. I'm calling. I'm begging people. I'm begging my family. When I say people, I'm talking about my family. Because I didn't know these people in Houston. Real Housewives of Houston stand for something. Everybody try to say, oh, you a part of that? I, it just didn't do nothing for me. I just, I'm not a part of that. Listen, I may, not be a, I may not be a member that pay annual dues, but that girl right there is my sister. That's why I say we say we kingdom. We supposed to be kingdom. We supposed to be kingdom. Kingdom supposed to stand with kingdom. Kingdom supposed to stand with kingdom. That's kingdom of light, not kingdom of darkness. I'm trying to tell you. I sat up there and I talked to my landlord. I got the text messages to prove it. And this man said, you still owe money. I owe how much? Well, he just, he said a $14,000 debt. And I still had to pay $1,800 a month. Still had to keep the lights and water on. But none of my kids in here had to go without. I made sure I worked my behind off. I did not raise my prices. I kept my parents in the loop. I kept coming to work. I kept doing what I was supposed to do. Because of the simple fact, I stand for kingdom. Even when I was getting harassed with text messages and phone calls from Google voice numbers. Voicemail saying, call me now. Breaking every, violating the code. I got a protective order. I don't care what nobody got to say about me. But this is my life and I got a child. I have a child. And I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ I took pull in disciples. Where are the true disciples? I told my daddy, I said, daddy, I thought people was praying, daddy. I said, daddy, I thought people was really for me. They said, oh, since we're here, we love you. It was only a 10 people. 10. That was done for me. Less than 20. Thank you, Holy Ghost. That was there for me. My mama, she sent me. My mama, right there. My god, mama, Kathy Tober, she sent me six hundred dollars because the bank account was in the negative that I had and didn't know it. It was closed. Seven hundred. I think it was eleven hundred dollars, and eleven hundred dollars. The account was in the in the negative. And mama said, don't worry about, it. while I was there, the favor of God was on my life to where the bank said, if she can pay $600, we can help her. My mama and my daddy, Talbert, paid the $600 so that I could open up a bank account So I didn't have a bank account in my name. So you're going to sit here and try to tell me that I ain't doing kingdom and I'm over here and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm straight up real. I just don't say nothing. I smile a lot because I know people go through. I know this for a fact. On food stamps. While married. On Medicaid. Well, married because my husband can get up off his lazy behind and go go get a job consistently. Could only work a job for two months, and I'm still saying, okay, babe, it's all right. I got you. I get promoted, and it, oh yeah, my wife getting promoted. She good now. We straight. You living off of me, and you living off the other people that's in the house. I'm telling y'all, y'all sitting here talking about it's kingdom. It's not kingdom. How men doing wives and how how um, wives doing their husbands. That crap ain't kingdom. Get somewhere and get delivered for real. Y'all gonna say, these people helped me to this day. I'm having to, I'm calling the rental. My lights was turned off on Tuesday. And they turned them back on on Tuesday. I had to decide what to do. Pay rent, pay lights. So what did I do? Pay lights, pay water, pay gas, and then call my stepdad so my stepdad can pay my light bill. It was $380, which I did not have. So every dime that my parents paid me, every dime, I put it towards my rent so my business can keep running. That's what business owners do. They make sacrifices. Reliant, they told me they could not give me a payment plan. They said, because this is what they told me call 211. Call these numbers and they get assistance. Do you know these people told me, well, you're going to have to call January 6th because that's the available appointment. My lights turned off. They was only turned off for one hour. One hour. I'm being real with y'all. My mama, mama Deborah told me, she said, Victoria. She said, tell, she said, Victoria, she said, listen, you need anything, call me. Anybody know me, I ain't calling you. If you know I have a need, great. But I'm not that type. This Negro was trying to get me to sit up here and get on Facebook Live and ask for cash out. We were going from house to house. You know why? Because he wasn't paying the bills. Asking for rent to move. That was real. The house did flood. But before that, you owe four months of back rent. Four months. And I had to figure out how to do this. Family sending money. And they trying to, I don't know what's going on. His mama messaged and say, hey, do we need to get jailed? Because this ain't like something ain't right. They knew something not right. They knew that. But me and my child was suffering. And as a wife, As a wife, as a wife, let me tell you something. I was riding it out with my husband. Riding in the streets with him. In the street, ministering with him. I knew I was a ride to live and a ride to die chick for him. I pushed him as a wife. I knew I was a good wife. I knew that. So some of y'all sitting here saying, "Now nah, you wrong for leaving him. He's the apostle. The devil is a lie. God ain't in there. And you a self-made apostle who turned around and put a title on your name and never was consecrated or affirmed by anybody. And it definitely was not my overseer, the Brown. And she not for discord. Hello, somebody. So I'm still dealing with the spirit of perversion. He's sitting up there calling my daddy, asking my daddy, talking about Victoria need a truck. My daddy sent him $800. And my daddy turned around and sent him another hundred and some dollars. Hello, some dad gonna buy it. So stop lying and, and to these people talking about I didn't give you chances. And then you get mad at me because I confront you about you sleeping with men in the city and the man in our house. How dare you? You let that devil trick you into losing your family. You let that devil trick you into thinking that Prophet is Barris Valerie Barris, She prophesied that. She said that devil want to make you look like a fool. She prophesied that. The night we got, the night before our marriage, because we got our marriage license, and everybody was like, oh, Victoria, you know, y'all already married once you get the marriage license. But we, I didn't know, I found out the truth, we weren't married until it was signed by an officiant the next day, December 21st. She said it, and you proved the devil right by living the dirty lifestyle that you choose to live. And everybody keeps saying to me, everybody keeps saying to me, well, God going to expose God. The Holy Spirit, I'm to me to spo- expose this mess, this spirit. I'm dealing with the spirit. He was a good person. He had full of laughter, full of love. You know, the pictures we were posting, we posted pictures, and everything was wonderful, everything was good, and and everything all that. You know, it was good. But I suffered after the picture was taken. I was suffering after the picture was taken. I'm up here. You telling people, oh, she got money. She got money. My family got money. I had money before I got, but y'all broke behind. You were broke. And I believed in you becoming rich one day. I believed in you becoming rich one day. I've seen millions. I had millions in my bank account. I know what it's like to have a million. I know what it's like to have a half a million in my bank because I've been there, done that. I know what it's like. Did I handle my money properly? No, because I was giving it to dirty niggas that didn't appreciate nor knew my value. I owned my home at the age of 21 and owned it for 11 years till I ran into a spirit of witchcraft. I'm trusting in God. So going back to my note that I was praying to God about, I said, Lord, why things? Let me go back to it. Because I wrote this note to God. Sometimes I don't know how he feels, Because things and changes it. Why? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know how he feels because he doesn't share it. He said he is learning to talk more. Then he also said he believes I'm overly selfish. As a wife God, I'm talking to God here. How am I supposed to respond to this? Because he doesn't see the issue. Lord, show me how to handle this information. It makes me feel alone when my husband says this in a loud tone. I can't help you. What are you asking for? I can't help you. I'm asking you to to sleep with me. Spread my legs open and sleep with me and have a baby. But I'm sitting here begging something. But you know what happened? God protected me. He protected me. He protected me. God protected me. I'm sitting here begging this man to sleep with me. To touch me in bed. I'm saying to him, our marriage would be better if spent more time with more alone time with me. Lord, you know I have no problem with um, Pastor Colleen and the nigga he was sleeping with up underneath the roof and um, David and us being under the same roof. I didn't have no problem with as long as it was in separate rooms. I didn't have no problem with it. I just wanted my husband. Sometimes I feel my husband and I need more alone time outside. Not always in the house. Not him always being on no Facebook live, we are married, and they are single, and sometimes I think my husband don't realize that individually comes as if he is single. My husband is home full time and works when contracts for his business come through. That's when he was doing all, all the uh, what you call it? doing the food and stuff he could cook. he could definitely look clean he could, he could do a whole lot of stuff he could he was a potential husband. I saw greater good. I saw greater in him. And I believed in him. Do I believe he can still change? Absolutely. Do I believe in the power of God? Absolutely. I sure do. But this is what I do know. God said he turned him over into a reprobated mind. He said he was walking in spirit of divination. That's what the Lord told me. He th- He told me that. He was smoking weed, doing drugs. He was doing all that stuff. Somebody, if I was high, you should know I was high. A lot of my family was quiet about it. But you ain't got to be quiet. He had a lot of anger. That spirit was mad at me because I approached it. And I said, I know the truth. I know the truth. I know the truth about you. That you been out here sleeping with David. And sleeping with all these other pastors. And all these other men going to hotel rooms. You leaving me every night. You leaving me every night. And not even then it went from every night to weeks. Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back today. I'm asking when you come home get in the bed with me. When you come home and do this. When you, I'm crying. I'm saying things. I'm saying things. And as, as I'm saying them. Um, I'm saying them like, you know, I want you home. I want you in the bed with me and I want you to do this and I want you to do that with me. And guess what he said? Keep on waiting. I waited nine years. You won't wait on nine years. You wait nine years to sleep with a woman. That may be true. But as far as you waiting, you wasn't waiting because you were sleeping with the armor barrel the whole time. So if anybody want to pray for deliverance, pray for his deliverance. Bombard heaven for him. But don't sit up here and try to tell me that I need deliverance because I decided and came to agreement with God or be in a situation where God finally opened the door for me to get out and I chose to stay by going against what God told me to do. You are completely out of order with me. God sent the prophets to expose, right? But I'm not exposing you. I'm dealing with that spirit. So how about that? Y'all calling each other brothers. But that's a spiritual incest. But you sleeping with each other. Then you living with him. He bailed you out of jail. you the one. you the one. You the one. Somebody, it wasn't true. And David do anything. He tell you how hi, high. He tell you you tell him how hi, high. He jumping. Apostle didn't say that. Well, I'm doing what he told me to do, Lady V. I'm just telling you. Well, why are you gonna do that? That doesn't make sense. You drove the car that my mama, my mama, gave me to drive. Hello, somebody. Then you get on Facebook and lie. You get on Facebook and lie to the people. Talking about me and my wife got into an altercation. Oh, they sent me the video. I said, what? Altercation? A slight disagreement. No, nigga. Tell the dirty truth. You know what happened. I confronted you about you sleeping with all these men in Houston. You need to stop lying. You got a spirit of whoredom. Unfaithfulness. Adultery. But everybody want to preach. Sit yourself down somewhere and get all the way delivered. Be converted. Be reformed. You had an excess of appetite for men. That's what you had. You left me for a man. Ain't, matter of fact, you ain't leave me, baby. You had both what best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. You had a wife and a, a nigga. A whole gay one that day, Who likes men? Do I have anything against the homosexuality community? No, I do not, but I got a problem if you my husband, and you sleeping with him. I sure do. I got a whole problem with it. And then you gonna try me you 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 didn't go to work but two times you went to work two times and i still stood by you then left me in a situation where i worked my tail off work 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 and picked up lift so that i can make ends meet to keep my home period and this is the problem this is what's wrong with the church now today Is that everybody's so stuck in religion, but ain't nobody checking this stuff. You ain't going to let nobody stay in no house and sit up there and beat on you, and then you keep carrying the bills. That's what the old people did. You're not going to sit here and come to me talking about I'm wrong. I'm checking it, as I've been summoned to do. I'm a daggone queen, and I was treated like a peasant. And some, and the times that I was being treated like a peasant, I said and said, God, I don't deserve a good man. I don't deserve. I'm sitting up here saying, God, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. But at the end of the day, hey, at at the end of the day, I knew what I wasn't getting. I wasn't getting the affection and attention from the from from my husband. I didn't need the apostle. I knew God for myself. I heard Him clearly for myself i didn't need nobody to affirm anything the bible itself is the whole prophecy so i didn't need nobody to confirm my future because i knew i already knew what was in me i knew my life was worth fighting for i knew that i wrote the book on it it was worth fighting for but he, he, I don't care what nobody say. He played on my vulnerability and my brokenness and I allowed it. And I took full responsibility for what I went through and took my daughter through. And I said, God, I thank you for getting me out of that situation. I almost died. Didn't have the nerve to tell another pastor he was going to take my child from me. And my family wasn't going to get my child back. I almost signed adoption papers for my daughter. So if I did die, if I did die, he she would have been going to him. And it would have been a big war. But he wouldn't have won. Y'all men need to stop with this stuff. I'm I, Women too. You got women agreeing with being in the forefront and covering. I did not marry my ex-husband to cover up his lifestyle. I did not do that. So please stop with the lies. Well, they don't matter whether you lie. It don't matter to me because I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Don't come in with, with me with that. Don't come in with me with that. He played on my emotions. He played. Oh, I, oh, oh, you're gonna go to an asylum. You want I'm having seizures. My family not being told the truth. My family not even being told the truth. My cousin, who's my sister, Shirley M. Harvey, my sister knew what was going on, but I only told her bits and pieces because I already knew she would have said this. She said, you need to get your ass out and you need to get out now. Matter of fact, you ain't got to worry about me and Abdul, we on the way. Where you going to meet us here? And you better be there. Had I reached out and said, hey, this is what's really going on. He putting his hands on me. My daughter, she's sleeping in the closet. On an air mattress because she was peeing on herself all the time, and I'm like, I'm going along with him, like, okay, you know, yes, she is peeing. We don't need to buy no bed. We don't need to buy no bed. We not need to buy no bed. You right, you right. To so keep peace, a lot of the things that I agreed to was to keep peace because I already knew the anger in him. I knew that when he got angry and mad, his eyes changed colors. They turned red. He said he had a liar, but he was one. I'm I'm tired of people trying to sit here. I'm sick of people. Know what kingdom really is. Know what it is. You may not look like me. Your walk may not be my walk. I'm married prematurely i married because i could legally have sex with my ex-husband but yet at the end of the day as i was married as i was marrying him i also married him because um uh uh, because of the simple fact that i knew for a fact that i truly loved him that somebody really hurt my heart oh he prophesied accurate he prophesied accurately but then i also know he manipulated me too When he found out that I was selling my home and I was getting $25,000 back from my home, cha-ching, the church was already in a deficit. The church was already in a deficit. That woman that used to be here paid that debt for that church, gave the church $6,000, gave the church $6,000, and then after that, you couldn't even, you only had six people in the church. So you was not bringing in $3,000 a month. So why get a 7,000 square foot building bringing in $3,000, um the rent $3,000 a month, but you only bringing $100 a month in offering, $100 a week in offering. And you telling the landlord, oh, the people left because of this, this, and that. You lied. Them people let us stay in that building for 12 months with a $33,000 owed debt. We stayed in that building. Them people let us stay in there for thirty. For 12 months and owed $33,000. The church of the the, door, the doors of the church was locked, and he said, Let's go through the back doors to get the stuff out of what we need to take. We got to get out of here. There was somebody that had their business in there, and her stuff was in there, and she had to get her stuff. She was very upset. And I will be too. You paying your tithes off, and, the, and the, lock, the doors of the church is locked. See, I didn't think this stuff was real because. I came out. My grandparents, Diane Parker and Frederick Parker, they we we was lived in a debt free church. So you know we were small, but we was large in quality. We was we was small, but we was large. And my grandfather, he networked with people and we worked with people to where we didn't have to, um, do a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of fundraising because people did so in their time and their offering, they gave because they saw the work that my grandfather and my grandmother was doing like literally, literally. So, you know. I wasn't used to coming in church and we got to work, we got to do this, we got to do that. Like we did youth field trips and stuff like that, but we could raise the youth thing and in, in just a weekend and selling snacks, hot dogs, chips, or whatever at the end of service. And we got our money for the summer field trips. So I didn't understand that. So then I didn't understand the cash app and the paper. I didn't understand any of that stuff, but I was like, okay, this is how you win. And then we were constantly. You constantly on live telling people to sow, sow, sow. But are they sowing into you or are they sowing into the word of God? If I'm telling people to sow, I'm telling you to sow into the word of God, not for you to get a return. Because God already told me that I was blessed. And he also said to me in Matthew 6 and 33 that if I seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto me. So my blessings comes from God. And so if I'm seeking the kingdom of God, which is light, my blessings comes from God. My blessings does not come from me sowing into to to what you said. My blessings come now I respect the honor and I respect the the I respect the honor on your life. I'm not against the reaping and sowing and sowing and, and sowing in and good ground and the harvest and you know your leader and you know you, you believe a prophet and you know um you shall see a prophet's reward and all this stuff. I'm not against any of that. I'm just saying, even though with me I sow and I sow big. I so big. So at the end of the day, you know, when people talk to me and they're talking about, uh, you know, West Seas, you know, I, uh, the Lord led me to sow a seed. Great. But that nobody in, I'm ne- I didn't come from a begging family. I didn't come from a family. I didn't live like that. I wasn't homeless. I, that wasn't my story. And, you know, I, that wasn't my story. That was his story, but he didn't have to be. He didn't have to be. He chose to be a rebel. He chose to be rebel. When people say, I choose to be a rebel, they're choosing to rebel. So I don't even use I'm a rebel for God. No, because I'm not rebelling against God. I just know God told me to get on here and deal with this lying, perverted spirit and also deal with this uh spirit of divination and spirit of jealousness and spirit of whoredom. I know what God told me to do, Um, and I, I, it ain't got nothing to do with backlash or anything like that, because no way performing against me shall prosper, none of that stuff. But at the end of the day, people sold into us because they believed in the power of God that they saw on our lives. And I'm sorry, I repent to every person that's on this live. I'm sorry that you was mishandled. I even went back to people who was a part of the ministry and I said, I am sorry. I repent unto you because you were mishandled or I have said something to you or I just didn't do it right or I stopped talking to you. Majority of the people that left the ministry, I stopped talking to them and then my ex-husband said, block them. I didn't know why I was blocking her. I was just like, hey, I don't want to be on nobody's bad side. I'm just going to just tell the truth and just be like, you know what? I'm riding with my husband. And my husband doing it, I'm riding with him. And my grandmother said, listen, if he walking wrong, you don't walk with nothing that's walking wrong. What you do is you got the order and the rebuke that situation or that spirit in that person. You rebuke them. You rebuke them. That's what you do. But until God cover, you don't walk with them. You don't walk with them. You still preach the word of God. You still do what God tell you do, but you do not walk with them till God restores them and delivers them. But you will know it when it's God. You'll know what they restore. When people say turn away, you turn away. Turn away from wickedness. If you know you're a liar, you're a gossiper, you're adultery, you uh You're lying on people. You're doing all this stuff. Like, if you know you did this type of stuff, if you you know you like that and you dirty like that, you do not need to be leading sheep. You don't need to lead sheep. I was very clear to the members that were a part of that ministry. I was very clear to them. Listen, I'm going over here. And that's on y'all if y'all follow me. But I'm no longer your pastor. I will not scatter the sheep. But they made a decision to follow him, which is fine. Nothing against them. You made your decision. But what I will not do, you ain't got to walk with me. I'm okay. And I know when God spoke to me, God said, you are going to have to walk this walk alone. I've always, in all my relationships, I've covered men. Even in my relationship that I was with before my ex-husband, I was in an abusive relationship, but abusive engagement with this man. And guess what? He was cheating on me with the women. That's just what it is. And I was like, what is wrong? What's wrong with me? Why is it that I'm always being cheated on? What is the problem? I didn't set boundaries. I didn't deal with it when it first came. That's just what it is. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't deal with it. And some of you all don't deal with it. I'm, I'm on here to bring a warning. When I say I don't condone the activity or sex activities or what he or she do. However, I still love and show it. I'm being real about that. I have people who in my family are in that lifestyle, but when I see them, I love on them. them. When I see them, I, I talk to them. When I see them, I hug on them. But I don't talk about their lifestyle and how they live. I only talk about things when you bring it to me. And you're looking for a way out. Or if you ask me for my opinion. But I'm not going to approach and say, you know you're living wrong. You know you shouldn't be living with that woman. You know you shouldn't be living with that man. You know you shouldn't be there. That ain't me. I don't do stuff like that. But if you come to me with that in my front door, and you drop it in my lap, and you drop your trash, I'm going to dump it out, and I'm going to dump you out, and I'm going to let you know why I said what I said. When I say my walk is differently now, I was trying to understand, God, why are you pulling on me like this? Why are you doing this to me? And God showed me why. My sister, I came home for Thanksgiving, and I stayed in the house. I spent time with my sister for one day. I wanted to spend more time with her, but I was emotionally drained. My sister, Shirley M. Harvey, that's my sister. She my blood cousin, but that's my sister, my oldest sister. So anytime I'm dating somebody, she's looking at them side, I say, mm, ain't time, ain't this, ain't that. I was like, nah, y'all just don't want me to be happy. I just want to be happy, this, this, and that. But, man, listen, ain't nothing like peace. Y'all don't know what the hell I been through from 2016 all the way to 2020. Y'all don't know what I been through? Sleepless nights. Crying. Warming. Why he don't want me? Why he won't touch me? Why he won't lay with me? And then we had people to live with us. Now you want to lay with me because you didn't want to be looked at as you don't really touch your wife. You don't want to look be looked at as you really don't sleep with your wife. You don't even have sex with your wife like you, like you, like you talking. We couldn't have kids because I'm, who the hell gonna have kids having sex once a year? Who gonna do that? I couldn't birth a child. You took me to the hospital to see if I could have kids. I go to the hospital to have kids to find out if my tools is untied. And my tools are untied. But it ain't nothing knocking, no knocking boots. It ain't no somebody rocking, knocking the boots in the boom, boom, room. Ain't nobody doing nothing in the boom, boom, room. It's crickets in the boom, boom, room. The lights and the walls is talking to me. But his, uh, his his woodpecker won't talking to me. It was talking to them men. Y'all sitting up here think it's funny. But it ain't nothing funny about it because I felt like something was wrong with me. It manipulated me. It manipulated me into thinking something was wrong with me. As if I was had mental problems. Played on my emotions. Made me feel like I was wrong. It played mental games. It literally did. And I I, I said it. I told my sister, I said, Listen, I know I got me some I got some good stuff. Let me hear you something. Let me tell you something. I know what I got. So something got to be wrong with you. Something got to be wrong with you. And my baby daddy running down trying to get me back. Dad Gonna, I know. And my all my exes that I've been with. Want to want me back because I knew I was a good darn one. But it made me feel like I wasn't enough. My daddy made me, my biological father made me feel like he didn't even want me. Till we cleared that up. We cleared that up. Me and my dad, because I said daddy I always made it seem like you didn't want me. So I was always chasing after, chasing after. Yes, I will say that. Chasing after and always wanting to be, always buying, always being the one to do it is to show my love. To show my love. You got a lot of women out here that was just like me. One of y'all out here, just like me, out here trying to, you know, show this man you love them. I know I got that good. And you trying to sit up here and do all this stuff? Not only, I ain't got, it ain't about what's in the sheets, baby. I got a brain. I know how to make money. I know how to keep money. I know how to build an empire. So if anything, y'all men out here trying to be with a woman and trying to be with some woman that that ain't got it all together, get with somebody that got some brains. They know how to build an empire. But no y'all want to run behind these girls that'll lick you down, have sex with you, do all this kinds of stuff. Listen. It ain't about that. Y'all think it's re- y'all think it's a game. Y'all saying that it's kingdom. It's kingdom. Kingdom is real. Real talk, truth for you to be delivered, free, set free, pull somebody up, stand, repeat the same cycle. Get somebody healed, deliver free, repeat the same cycle. But tell the truth. Stop lying. If you left your wife because you were sleeping with another man, say that. Don't tell people a lie and say, well, if you got out here on Facebook and said it publicly." you might as well say what you did. Ain't nobody dragging nobody. This is a straight up truth. You can't be sitting here preaching in God's pulpit and saying this and that. And at the end of the day, you know you wronged your wife and your child. Was. Stop playing. Stop playing with God. Stop playing with his people. Stop mishandling his people. Y'all won't even speak to the first lady. Y'all walk right in the church and talk straight to the pastor. Y'all will text the pastor. Y'all will text the pastor before you even talk to the first lady. Y'all will call the pastor and call the pastor first. And then the the pastor tells the wife later. And then next thing, you know, it's just a bunch of foolery. If you can't talk to both of them, don't talk to them at all. Talk to the administrator of the church that's there from 9 to 1 or 8 to 4. Talk to the administrator. If you can't deal with both, they're a unit. They're together. They're one. They're one. And the reason why the church is divided, the reason why the church can't get free, the reason why nobody don't want to go to church is because of the simple fact y'all do all this division and lying in the church. Ain't nobody church gonna grow if y'all keep doing this foolishness. You lost it. And then you lying. You lied to your family. You lying. I'm accusing you. I'm not giving you chances. I'm not doing this. Yeah, I did this, but she did this. I stayed on your ass. Tell them that. Tell them the truth. Tell them what I said. I didn't allow you. I wasn't going to keep allowing you to lie on me. I wasn't going to continue to allow you to manipulate my mind. No. And you want to know why so many false prophets around here now? Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. You got the pastor, she trying her best to keep her husband lifting prayer. Because you got people in the church trying to sleep with your husband. You got people coming from all over trying to do all kinds of crazy stuff. And you sit there and complain, talking about people after my wife. Ain't nobody after me. Them people talking about me. Because they like, do she not see he gay? No, I couldn't see it. I mind the business that pays me. And at the end of the day, we was building together. That's what I saw. I saw what it was, what it could be. And I was going to stay. That's what I was going to do. Y'all stop playing. Y'all talking about y'all living y'all best life? You brought a whole STD to my door. You brought that to my door. You brought it to my door. That's the hurtful part. And I got, and I definitely had to thank God because God, I said, God, you really want, yes. And you're going to move forward with your life. You ain't carrying this weight on you. The spirit of heaviness was on me heavy. And I was like, God, help me. Help me, Holy Spirit, help me. Bring comfort to this thing. You don't know what it's like. People inboxing you, saying this, saying that. They, I mean, just crazy stuff. Approaching you while my daughter is with me. I slept with your husband. That's hurtful. That's really hurtful. Oh, I just thought you should know. I just thought you should know or nay. And I said, well, I'm no longer married to him, so it don't matter. They're like, oh, <sighs> carry on. What you thought? It was going to break me? What broke me was seeing my daughter hurt. What broke my family's heart was the deception. That's what broke my family's heart. That's what brought my family's heart. Because my family loved me and Jayla. The lies that was trying to be fair to me. To cut my family off. To isolate me. To make me believe my family wasn't there for me. That's what did it for me. My daughter almost killed herself. My daughter almost killed herself. Behind this. But never again. I don't. I can't stand a controlling, manipulative person. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Why? What? Yeah. It's just. It's just. I can't. I cannot stand them. I can't. I can't. Controlling and manipulative. Walking in this this crazy stuff. You walking, you're a walking Bible, but yet no conversion. You're a walking Bible, but yet no deliverance. You are walking Bible but no change. Gifts and callings comes without repentance. So what makes you think they're gonna change for you? They not, they not. I'm I'm just in this place. And, and and I was talking to my landlord and he said, um, he said, Victoria, I'm really trying to work with you. I'm going to be forced to evict you. That's, that's what I said to my landlord. I said this to him. I said this very clearly. I said, if you're going to evict, go right ahead. Because how I see it, I make sure I pay you as I said I would every week. I can't help what mess I was left in. I can't help it. But I, what I can help is make sure my daughter has a roof over her head. And he came back and apologized to me. He said, well, just do what you can. Do what you can. You had people who moved from different places to help in this ministry. But at the same time, if they ain't had no money to give, you want to take all their money. You want to make them feel less than. That's so narcissistic. Any leader that I see and they provoke people to give their check or they provoke people. These these people got to live. Are they going to come to your house? Are they going to come to your house and stay with you when they get put out? Don't, these are the type of questions I ask now. Are they gonna come? They supposed to give. They give ten percent of they offering, or they they tithe. But you, when you come up with this? Where you double your tithe? Where you come up with this stuff? Give your whole picture. If you choose, if you choose to give, then obey God. If God lays it on your heart, obey God. I'm not against giving, cause I'm a giver. If you're not giving in your ties or your offense, you're giving in your time. You're giving in, um, serving. There's all different. So this is my thing. Why is it that people got to give you their whole check? Where they gonna live? When their lights get cut off, they come to y'all and they done, they done came to y'all. Do you have a place for them to go? They, You driving a car. I don't care what kind of car you driving. But my thing is if you're going to preach the word. And you're going to teach the word. The Bible says if there is a need. And you know your brother and sister is in need. You're to help them. My overseer has helped me. But I'm not expecting her to give her. Give her her entire check. My family helped me. And still helping me. My daughter, she had a great Christmas. But you want them, and then you're gonna tax the people. Oh, yeah, you're gonna owe taxes. You're gonna have to double back. You owe four months of time. You ain't paid in four months. You owe tax time come. i got people on this live that was a part of this ministry. Sold three or four thousand dollars to this ministry. Because they believe what was coming out of the mouth. That perceives that as if it was God. Days I got on Facebook Live, I was praying. Everybody's like, oh, she not preaching. she praying. Because I pray. I'm an intercessor at heart. Outside of being a prophet, I'm, I'm an intercessor. I intercede. How many times you see Jesus binding and rebuking in the Bible? That's how I ask people. How many times you see him doing it? How many times did you... Because last I checked the Bible that I read, God dropped folk dead. But then Jesus came on the scene so that we could have life. He asked the Lord. He said, God, he told, Jesus told them, Father, please forgive them for they know not what they do. So this ain't about bashing nobody. But at the end of the day, when you know you're wrong, you do better. We can't continue to walk in ignorance, people. We can't do it. And at the end of the day, we have to be very clear on what we do and what we say. Friendship, real true friendships was revealed. They were revealed to me before I got married and after I got married. Who's still standing with me? The ones who never left me. I'm trying to tell you something. People sleeping with pastors. You chose to sleep with that pastor. That's your decision that you made. Is he going to make you your wife and make you his wife? No, because that's not what he desires to do. He desires to be a single pastor, but at the end of the day, he's still a man. People get the man and the titles, all that stuff. But again, I say this clearly. If you, I had, God had to check my heart on something. That's why I say I see ministry. If you see my post three hours ago, five hours ago, probably, I said, my walk is set up differently now. I ain't scared of nobody. I'm not scared of nobody. I really am not. You got people can draw. I know I have the marketplace anointing. I draw people because I'm real and I'm honest. I don't have to lie to these folks. I don't have to lie to these people. People was driving back and forth from Dallas and, and all different places. They was just driving. And they, and they were just like, oh, wow, the power of God. Oh, and people was coming to me prophesying. Oh, you, oh y'all, I see that baby. And I wanted to say to some of these people, we're not having sex, so I don't know why you're seeing a baby i started to become delusional about being pregnant. And I was like, this is crazy. I, you started wanting to be pregnant. And you started having all these pregnancy symptoms and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, oh, hell no, nah. I am not pregnant. This is crazy. He ain't even touching me. So how am I pregnant? I'm not having periods because, and I had to go to the doctor. And my doctor talked to me. She said, well, Victoria, another reason why you're not having periods is because you're stressing. Your body is not functioning like it needs to be. So that's another reason. So it can bring false alarms. I had to really check myself. Lying to myself. I tell you, lying spirit. I was lying to myself. And believing God. We up there going to Minnesota. Going to minister to people. And our marriage was in shambles. In shambles. We was in the hotel room. He stepped on one end of the bed. I stepped on the other end of the bed. that's just what it was i ain't gotta lie i ain't gotta show no receipt my life speaks it. and i said god i need you to help me just help me because i ain't crossing over in 20 20- and he said it when i was driving home and i was talking to some leaders and i said i'm not crossing over in 2021 with this burden. went and got a divorce attorney i want a plan next day bam File them papers quick. When Holy Spirit said get out, I better obey God. He didn't want me to go home because he knew my family was gonna see I was hurting. The last time I was home in 2019 November, I wasn't gonna come back. I said the hell with it. The hell with it. You can't wrong your wife. You can't commit adultery. You can't. You can't do any of that stuff. You can't do it. If you gonna do it. Don't get married. If you can't be faithful to one wife, don't get married. Stay single. Don't even date because you are lonely because your tired behind is lonely and horny. Stay your behind in the house. Take yourself out to eat. Learn who you are. I'm in my self-discovering place. So this place that I'm in is self-discovering. It's like, oh, God. And I've always been the type to be quiet and say, no, nah, I'm not. And I, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. And then it's like, oh, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. But when you, when my child come in it, when my child is involved, oh, I'm coming for you now. Because now you lying. Don't put your mouth on my child. You will never be able to take my child from me. Never. Because I'm a fit mother. It will not nothing unfit about me. If anything was unfit. It's because I chose to make a foolish decision. To get married. And leave everything. For a nigger, A whole. Gay. nigger, And being gay. Lied to me. And I had to deal with. The laughter. Don't come for my baby. Don't post on social media with my baby. Don't dare do it. Take your pictures down. Do what you gotta do. But don't ever, even you, even you gay men that has slept with him and approach me at church, at services, and seen me in stores. So don't come for me. See, I, a lot of people now, used to, they ain't used to seeing this. You know why? Because I keep it together. I'm very. Hello. Nice. And that's real. That's me. But I got a side too. I got a side. Everybody do. And I keep her under control because I know how she is. But y'all think these, these, this, is, this is for play-play. Like, you want to play with somebody, you're going to play with my life or my child. She's still going to be great, greater than me. I'm still going to be greater than he that's within me. So don't do that. Nobody knows, again, I repeat Nobody knows what nobody go through and that's why I say I'm I mind the business that pays me. Everybody wants to say they're doing kingdom. Everybody wants to say they're doing kingdom, but you constantly putting your mouth on people who doing kingdom. Everybody knows Nobody don't want to be cheated on and people try to say, oh, that's life. It happens. It ain't going to happen no more for me. Because if anybody in their right mind, if you know you got a bad wife and you got a wife that's going to be with you, what's the point of you cheating on her? What's the point of you lying to her? What's the point of you being on, being on drugs? You don't need to pastor nobody till you get your life together. My daughter she said to me to me two, three days ago. She said, mommy, I miss him. She said, but I don't like how he did us. I always wanted a dad. Now she's building her relationship with her biological father. Because I told Jayla, you got a father. You just got to build it, baby. And I told her father, hey, if you're going to come into her life. If you're going to come into her life. If you're going to come into her life. Stay consistent. I'm protecting my child. But don't come for my baby. I cut my hair to be attractive. I cut my hair to be attracted to him. I did a whole lot of stuff. Did a lot of stuff just for him to touch me. Didn't touch me. I did a lot of things. And Jayla had this image in her head. She kept saying, "A Mommy, Daddy and, and mommy, daddy and, um, uh, she said, mommy, we're supposed to be a family. This is, this is the, this supposed to be a family. We're supposed to be a family. She said, mommy, he was preaching and stuff, but he was living it. He literally, he was preaching against this stuff, but he was living, he was doing it. My daughter was like, it was plenty of night. She was up hearing things and she, and she was like, oh my God, mommy, if you only knew." And the information that was told to me was affecting her mentally, where she told her therapist and she told her psychiatrist. So they said, This information we really need to share with you. Please protect her mind. Please protect who she's around. Please. My daughter was going to commit suicide. What hurt the most was that they wouldn't allow me to touch Jayla while she was in the hospital room. They wouldn't allow me to touch her. And Jayla was so spaced out. She was very spaced out. And her being spaced out really affected me because I was like, this is not my child. But the child that I saw on Christmas Day, she was so happy. She didn't have a Christmas for a very, very long time. Very, very long time. So, you know, it was and the reason why she didn't have no Christmas was because all the money was gone. All of it. Her, her teacher, her second grade teacher, made sure she had a Christmas. Miss Lewis. My family was sending money. My sister, she bought her a bed. And my, me and my sister, we talked about it, and it's overweight. But she said, I feel like I do more for you than you do for me, mine. But I couldn't even have the guts to tell my sister, like, sis, you don't know what I'm in. Mean. You don't know what I'm in. Mean. And if I could just have the words to tell you, like, what I'm in, I can't get out. I'm married into it. I'm told I can't get out. I'm told you ain't going nowhere. I'm told this. I couldn't even tell my sister, listen, I don't have no control over my money. I'm making the money, but I don't have no access. It was told to people on live, oh, she can do whatever she want with the money. My wife is poor. My wife is this and that. But I ain't had access. I I had to get permission to... To, to go get money. And if I spent too much. It was. You spent too much on groceries. You did this. You did that. So I said. You know what? I won't deal with the money. I, I couldn't tell my sister. Hey. I booked a flight. But. I couldn't come home for your wedding. I couldn't come. I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there. For the surprise baby shower. I wanted to be there. But I was being controlled. I was. I was called to be. For my family to, for me to turn against my family, these people rock with me. I couldn't tell my sister that I can't come home. I want to come. I I, I booked the ticket, but I can't come. I ended up getting sick. I couldn't come home. I wanted to. It was many times I wanted to come home. Many times I wanted to call and say, "Hey, y'all, come get me in jail," but I couldn't god had me to stand in it he said daughter i'm gonna get you out but i'm not gonna get you out that easy because i want you to learn and i said god it's a hard lesson but i learned i didn't have to devalue myself i didn't have to take the low. i didn't have to settle i didn't have to i saw how my sister was so happy at her wedding and I was like, man, I missed. we talked about these days, I was hurt, because I was like, man, I wasn't there, I could have been there for my sister, but I couldn't, I couldn't, nobody know what that pain is like, my mama had surgery, I tried to come home, I just became the director of a school, I couldn't, I couldn't do it, I didn't have the money, the money was being Mishandle, Handle, Ms. Shoes. I couldn't. My great-grandmother passed away. People was like, you took care of your great-grandmama while you wasn't there. I couldn't. I couldn't. Because I was being controlled. Everybody said, Victoria, you was bold. You was bubbly. You stood up for what was right. But once that person breaks you down emotionally and chops you up and spits you out, it was God that put me back together. It was God that stood me through in my prayers, and it was God that told me to go on fasting and praying and consecrating myself. It was God. It wasn't people. Days I called my sister crying, and I was she and I was all over the place. I was rambling. I couldn't say what I wanted to say because. I had to delete my phone conversations of who I talked to and had to delete my text messages because I didn't want my my, my ex-husband to see what I typed and uh, who I talked to. I, I couldn't. Couldn't do it. And my sister was like, never lose your voice. When I made that post a year ago, I made a post about losing yourself in a man. I that, I was talking about me. I was talking about me. There was times when I wanted, I wanted to call my overseer and say, overseer, can I just come? Can I just come stay with you and not come back? Can I just run and hide? And God said, nope, can't run and hide. I couldn't. I couldn't tell my mama everything. I couldn't tell my mama how we was in the kitchen. And uh, it was that day I confronted him after Dr. Stacks came. And I said, did you tell the people that you was messaging all these men you're trying to sit up here and say all this stuff? Did you tell the people? We was in the kitchen. I tried to take the keys to the van. And he snatched the keys and he said, give me the keys. That's my van. I paid for it anyway, but it was my money. And pinned me up against the wall. And choked me until I passed out. That was the first. Well, that was the second time. Because the first time was in 2017. And I tried to leave. And I said, you lied to me. And pinned me up against the wall. And, and in the closet. Because Jella's room was a closet. Jella didn't have a room. And I was trying to lie to my family. I I, I tried to lie to them. And I was like, oh yeah, Jella liked the room. And I made up. I was just... Made up lies so that I wouldn't be looked down on, and that's what some family members do, or some individuals do. They lie because they be ashamed of where they are. But people constantly put their mouth on me, I, I, or, or people I'm connected to. It ain't kingdom. It's not kingdom. I just that spirit just tried to take the life out of me, and the bruises and my my wrists and I still gotta wear it from time to time, but I'm free, y'all. I don't understand this very house that I was beat up in. I'm literally free. My daughter don't pee on the bed no more. My daughter was peeing on the bed. She's nine. My daughter kept peeing on herself. I said, "Why do you keep peeing on yourself?" Then she finally told the truth and told what was going on, and she just stopped peeing on herself. The whole time while she was in North Carolina, she didn't pee on herself. But when she came back to Houston, she started back peeing on herself. And my sister was like, "Man, something's going on. What's happening?" but Jayla was keeping a whole lot of stuff on the inside and Jayla was a talkie and and my daughter acts a lot like my sister. She really does. They, they, their birthdays a, a month apart and they act just alike. And if my sister's mad at me, she doesn't say much. She's very short and distant. Um, if she's good with me she talks to me every day texts me every day even married not but she was like you when you get married you don't supposed to switch up you don't supposed to change up on your friends but i was that one that changed up on my friends and i was married it was because i changed up because i was in a controlling relationship they felt like i love my friends more than i love them or i love my family more than i love them so i was trying to prove that I love them, too. That's what I did. And I was, like, just trying to make everybody happy. That's it. My mama happy. Um, you know, I just try to make everybody happy, be proud of me. And so when I made my statement this week on my post on, I don't have to prove Nothing. I don't have to show up or prove nothing to nobody but God and make sure I'm present for my daughter. That's exactly what I said. And when I did that, I started feeling freedom break out for me. Then, like I said, I didn't understand it all. You know, I wanted a baby so bad. I wanted a baby so bad. It's like now, I'm like, hey, (laughs) the hell with it. (laughs) My spiritual mom, she walked me through it. And I called her and I said, mama, I said, people don't know my pain. Like, I still went to church praising God because I knew it was God that, Allow me to still be here. I told my spiritual mom in Georgia, Mama Dones. Many people was laughing, talking about Mama Dones was the truth. I said, she is. My spiritual mom, that day I called her, she said, when you leave in Texas. I said, Mama, I can't leave. I I can't leave right now. I got to stay. And She said, okay. I had to hear God, and that was another thing I had to understand that. I didn't have to prove to my family that I was a prophet. I didn't have to prove to my family who I was. I, I didn't have to I didn't have to prove anything. But I felt like I had to prove who I was. And I said, you know, I'm tired of trying to prove. I'm tired of keeping my mouth closed. I'm tired. You know, people was condemning me because I cussed. People was condemning me because, oh, you're a preacher. You're supposed to do this and that. And I'm like, listen, if I say hell, ass. It was just like, listen, I, I'm i honest with myself. Keep praying for me. I've held in so much stuff. Held in a lot. At tables that I never thought I would, before great men. And I never thought I would ever be at these tables. I was uh, reaching out and I said, where's the people? And I look, it wasn't that many. I got inboxes that people was praying for me. I got inboxes that, you know, we praying for you. People was coming, giving me information that I had no clue about. I didn't know. I had no clue. Some people thought I was in agreement. And my sister, she said, I'm glad you're out there, that shit. That's what she said. She said, because I kill a nigga. And I know that day when he said to me, God had me here for his spirit and not his flesh, I ran in the room. And I cried in my pillow. And I said, God, please, Lord. I said, I will not live in a lie. I won't live in a lie again. I won't live in a lie no more. Done living in lies. Carrying this lying spirit. So when you sleep with these folk, you pick up all kinds of spirits that you've been delivered from. And they come back seven times worse. Talking about a soul tie. Don't spirits come back on you so strong. You be like, where did this come from? I'm married to a man and I'm having to sit back into masturbation. To please myself. Because this man was not sleeping with me. And then told me, that's your fault. That you masturbating. I ain't tell you respect, You let a spirit come on you. And I ain't sleeping with you because you had a spirit. I mean, I'm at women conferences. Talking to the women, and I'm telling the women, hey, I had a spirit on me, so my husband wouldn't sleep with me. And some of the women were like, yeah. And then the old mothers was like, oh, no, baby, he's struggling. He, he still, He's still in that life to say that to you because he should be waxing it down. And this is the type of stuff that I was constantly playing in my mind. I, I, it was, I was playing this stuff in my head like, what's wrong with me? many times I wanted to call home I wanted to but I couldn't I wanted to but I couldn't it hurt one of the mothers left the ministry and she didn't leave because she just stopped coming she didn't leave she just stopped coming and I talked about it yesterday but it hurt I said man it's good people we didn't have no meat, no food to cook, and she brought meat to the house. This is in two thousand and eighteen, and she said, "Lady V, I got you and that baby. You and that baby gonna eat. If anything, I ain't feeding any grown niggas, but I'm gonna make sure y'all eat." That's what Mother Erica told me. And when she left and her family left, I was crushed because I said, "Dag." Every time somebody comes to the ministry that's for me, they end up leaving. They end up getting hurt. <clears throat> they ended up getting hurt and I had to go back to these families and apologize to them because I was married to them. I took that, I took that, that fall. I took the blame. I took it. I took it. And she said, baby, I already forgave you. She opened my open arms. She loved on me. She said, Lady V, it wasn't you. She said, I just couldn't deal with that spirit because I was going to lie to that spirit. A lot of me. A lot of my daughters. You know, just different things that was going on. Different things that was being said. And I just was like, mother, I'm sorry. So the things that he dealt with, with other people individually, I still took account for it because we was a unit. We was together. Um and I took I took the blame. And my mom, she was hurt. My daughter wearing clothes, like my daughter's growing out of clothes. And she ain't got no clothes. I ain't, anybody that knew me knew Jayla had everything. This girl had clothes I with till she was two years old, and she still had clothes till she was four years old. Jayla never had a one for nothing. He was like, oh, she too spoiled. I'm gonna show her what he showed us what being homeless looked like. You can get what you want. Oh, yeah, you can get that one outfit. Oh, we still got this to pay. We still got that to pay. But you won't doing nothing with the money besides going get hotel rooms and doing drugs. People, these people came back and lied. These people came back. I mean, but then you're going to lie on me and say you try to get it right with me. You you tr- I left you. I didn't stay with you for better, for worse. People try to tell me, oh, you were supposed to stay for worse. Those, those vows can't let nobody stay. Ain't letting nobody stay. I'm not staying with no man that's going to be beating on me. He's not going to be beating on me, choking me. He's not going to do it. I'm not staying in a marriage like that. I'm not. I got out. I know what it's like to be in that, to be be putting your hands on, think it's okay, and then we go back to church. We went back to church the next Sunday like nothing happened. These two individuals, Pastor Colleen, And that David was in this house when they saw him put his hands on me and I passed out. We didn't call the police, but the next time I told him, I said, you put your hands on me again, I'm calling the police. And I did. I called the police. I called the police. And I took a stand. So I'm taking a stand for all you women who have been in domestic violence And you still in it. Ain't got nothing to do with title. Ain't got nothing to do with password. But if he's very controlling, possessive, listen. Get out. Because once it goes from verbal, it starts emotional first. Then it goes from emotional to verbal. Then from verbal, it goes to sexual abuse. And it goes from sexual abuse to physical abuse. So it has its stages. Emotional abuse is considered consists of controlling that's 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 what that is it consists of controlling possessiveness um uh, you don't have a sense of independency um down you know talking against your family downplaying your family uh Try to make sense like your family is the worst thing ever. Or, you know, um, paternal you against your kids. Um, please get out. Get some help. Go to a shelter. Um, the domestic violence crisis line, um, I didn't have to call them. Um, because I immediately... My overseer walked me through it, and she helped me get through it. My mama dons helped me get me through it, and still walking with me. Um, didn't leave me hanging. I, I I just felt like those who said they was my sisters, those was my brothers, those that really was there for us in the beginning, and then it was just like they just weeded out, they just faded out, and I didn't know why. Um, but those who saw. Or heart like reached out to me personally, made sure me and Jella was okay. Do you need anything? Um, my girl Tia out in VA. She made sure Jella and I was good. My cousin Trail, um, my my sister, Princess, my mom, my grandma, my godmama Sid, uh, the Thompsons out in PA, Alicia Faust, um man. There was so many that it was less than 20 that helped us, that really helped me. My parents of, uh, of Kino Care Academy, uh, they ran my car to the ground. I had to go get another car. My business was shut down because of anonymous tip that my, I was running a school that didn't have no no van, so I ended up getting a vans the same day. Um, man, when I tell you, my my, my, my mom... Calbers and Daryl, they, I mean, they was there, still there. Like, the names that you hear, these people are still there. They still check on me. Uh, uh, Lady Boom, Rochelle Boom, um, the Walkers, they they, they they made sure, you know, we was okay and I had a place to come if I needed something to eat. Um, you know, just Lady Rochelle, I mean, the, the Johnsons, Pastor Johnson, I mean, all these people, they... The ones that I'm naming, like, they really was there. And the Cap Millers, oh, my goodness, Pastor Calvin, Pastor uh, Helen Miller, they they was there for us. I mean, they was there. Uh, um, Prophetess Erica Montgomery, her and her husband, they was there for us. I mean, the Deanna Burke, my life insurance agent, she was there. Like, everybody was there. Those whom I'm calling, they was there, these names are calling the the um Papa Troy and Lady Tammy uh Tammy Ross they they was there these people was there and consistent they was consistent my my cousin PJ and my auntie Pedro uh my auntie uh my Aunt Darlene like my Aunt Felicia and her husband they was there man they was there like they loved on me they checked on me and i didn't feel no type of way if people didn't check on me every day but they checked on me they was like you okay you're good some days i wasn't okay and mama Don's, i thank god for her life that's why i told her i bless her i bless her life i honor her life because she said baby it's okay for you to feel how you feel overseer lynn said it's okay i understand you hurt And people got to understand when you're covering, your leaders are covering you, they hurting because they didn't, they not, they didn't condone divorce. They didn't, that's not what they agreed upon. People don't understand that. I didn't, I did not want to get a divorce. I didn't want to get a divorce. The the Coopers, oh my gosh. Pastor Cooper and Apostle Cooper. Garrett Cooper and Cindy Cooper, they covered me. They loved on me. They opened their home to us. They say, listen, you can stay here. You don't have to go back home. Mama Clara, I mean, it was just a lot of people. If I didn't mention our name and I know you was there for me, uh, Keisha Cherry, I mean, I'm telling you. If I didn't mention your name, listen... I'm sorry. I'm not even reading no comments, cause my brother told me to take the comments off. You know, it's just different things. Like, it was just a lot. But I'm so free. It's it's um it's so free. My 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 author, my best friend Tamika, she never walked away from me. When I was wrong, she would let me know when I was wrong. But when I started to open up and tell her what really was going on, it was a lot. Our lights were cut out four times. Four times, lights was cut out. Had to keep switching light companies because he, he wouldn't pay the bill. Bill got up to a thousand dollars unpaid light bill. My my landlord said, "Oh, you didn't know the rent was fourteen thousand dollars behind?" No. He told me not to tell you. My mother listening like what? But he still needed his money. Where me and Jada was gonna go? We could have went back to North Carolina, but I had a business. I had kids that I'm teaching and training and building them up to have a voice. I teach my kids to have a voice. One of my babies, Bentley, he is 18 months old, 19 months old. About to be 20 months old this month. 21 months. 20 months. And he's talking. He's been talking for months now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I love what I do. Um, I have people say, no, don't say this, don't say that. But when you come for my child and you start trying to rebuke and check me and do all this stuff, I ain't going to fly with this. one. I ain't built like that. Because when you're wrong, you're wrong. But I was not going to, God didn't say no reconciliation. I had people prophesying in line and saying, oh, God going to reconcile your marriage. No, that's not what God's going to do. That's not what God said, and that's not what God's going to do. Nobody can prophesy to me. You can't prophesy to me about no house, no car, no. You can't prophesy to me about that stuff. You want to prophesy to me? Prophesy to me peace. Prophesy joy. Prophesy love. Prophesy the fruit of the Spirit. Prophesy bible and our landlord was amazing and still is even though he come with his threatening text messages sometimes but i tell him i said you already know what you agreed upon in in may in july you already know what you agreed upon don't come with that crazy stuff today because you money beans they ain't got nothing to do with that my pay my rate went from my I lost kids during COVID. I lost during the pandemic. When I tried to file for the PPE loan, it was out of money. PPO, I did that. I did a whole lot of stuff to try to keep myself afloat, but God told me to trust him, and I did. I trusted God. I trusted God on so many levels. And I was like, God, I don't know what else to do. My daughter got to go to gymnastics. Then I was blessed where someone, one of my friends, um, uh, Bruce, he said, you know what? I would sponsor her. I had somebody else sponsor her one month and somebody else sponsor Jayla to go to gymnastics. And I was just like, God, I'm thanking. I'm thanking you, God. And that's how I kept saying, God, I think God made ways. My mama, my mama paid my car payment last month. And mama said, Vic, just hang on in there, baby. Just graduated nursing, um, getting my CNA and going back for my RN." And I told my mama, I said, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to push no longer on mute. I'm going to push the book. I'm going to push my next book that's about to be dropped. Um, I'm going to push it. I'm going to do what's never necessary. Come on, grinder. it. I don't call big for nothing. Never have. I didn't, I didn't have to do any of that. But I couldn't keep doing this. and keep. I couldn't keep doing stuff. And I couldn't keep doing it. Knowing, goodness, well, that I was suffering. I couldn't help people and I was suffering. And I said, God, just give me another opportunity to do right. Give me another opportunity to do right by my folk, my family. You know, just give me another opportunity. And God said, yo, next opportunity is for Jayla. Do right by Jayla. Do right by her. Protect her emotions. Protect her heart. And that's my focus. It's to protect Jayla. Everything else can happen later. Not even focus on that. Somebody, you know, people's like, oh, you're going to get married again, and this, this, and that. It's like yes, and yeah, in God's timing. I'm not bitter, though. Not bitter at all. I just not, I refuse to deal with any foolishness. I'm sorry to all of you. Pastor Cheliny, I'm sorry to you for what you went through in the ministry. I'm sorry, Mother Erica. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, um, those of you who was a part of the ministry, I'm sorry for what was ha- what happened in the ministry and what how things was handled in the ministry. Um, you guys didn't have a voice. Um, when y'all did speak up, um, I repent to all of y'all. That was a part of the ministry. I really do. Um, and you guys saw the manipulation and control, but you guys didn't want to say anything to, um, divide the marriage. Um, what y'all did was y'all backed up. I apologize publicly to prophetess Erica Montgomery who stood in the gap. I publicly, um, apologize to you um you and um pastor brian byron brian montgomery excuse me um um i i i just i publicly apologize uh um loretta i mean all of you who were there who was a part of the ministry i publicly apologize to you all um that you guys had to go through any type of uh, heartaches and concerns in ministry. I just know how I was treated in ministry uh, when I was condemned. I was condemned, you know, just because of having a baby at 16. Well, pregnant with 16, I had to get an abortion. So I know what it's like to be in a ministry prematurely, um, immature, immature ministry uh, because the leader is immature or whatever. I publicly apologize, uh, you know, but my grandmother, thank God for Diane Parker for her wisdom, her counsel on how to handle people. Um, I just thank God uh, for all of you. I really do. Uh, Most definitely my heart goes out to those uh, that really, really cared about me. those who really cared about me and I thank God I thank God that there was two people that really cared that I knew I I know now who's who I know now who is who and I thank God that I know real people I drove to see Chelene to Waco three hours and drove three hours back. I had to have I had my school open the next morning. And Chelene just, all she could do was just look at me and just was like, I, she didn't even know, had no words, but she loved on me. She loved on me. So my family was so concerned because I didn't have no family here. And it's like, you just need to pet you and Jayla and come home. My family is crazy about Jayla. Crazy. And about me, too. But once I had that little girl, she's like, family just was just like, listen, we're going to be there for Jayla. But y'all don't. That's why I say, y'all don't know. If you're going to be kingdom, be kingdom. Be kingdom. Be kingdom. And kingdom is being light. People saying God don't be exposing. God did a lot of exposing. He exposed their sin. He exposed their wrongdoing. He even exposed the, the things that they did publicly. Great reward. God does it all. But God sent messengers. He sent people to uh, bring warning for destruction and get people houses in order. I mean, he did it all. Again, I have nothing... Against the lifestyle of those who are in the homosexual lifestyle, live your truth. That's your truth. That's your fact. I make that very clear. It's your truth. That's your fact. I still love you. I still, I still love you. I'm genuine, very genuine. I, I mean, it doesn't affect me. All I can do is be a light. And if God, if I'm being a light and you're around me and you're in that lifestyle, hey, I just love, I just love, period. But you're not going to tell me you're not of it and then you turn around and you're still in it. And then say, you're still, you're saying you're not, um, I meant to say, you're, you're no longer in it, but you're in it. It just don't work like that. I mean, it's just the twisted mentality of people. So, I believe I said everything I needed to say. And um, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all so much. Something going on with my phone. I don't know what's going on with it. I only see like two people, three, 23 people or something. I don't know. I can't see nothing. I guess Facebook just did something crazy. Uh, maybe somebody reported my live. I don't know. Um, but I appreciate y'all so much. My family in North Carolina, I love y'all. And I'm not hurt. And I'm not bitter. So I need people to understand something. I dealt with all that behind the scenes. I'm the ones that saw my hurt and my pain was the one that was closest to me. So where I am at now. I'm in a place of walking through my healing and walking out my freedom. Um, Trying to keep, again, a roof over me and my daughter's head. I ain't begging nobody for no dollar. I did programs, doing the assistance program. I've done everything I needed to do. And everything else is on God. I trust God with my life. I love God with my life. Loving with my whole life. And I live for God for real. I don't have to go around here telling people I'm a prophet and I'm this, I'm that. I don't have to do any of that stuff because my life speaks for that. My life speaks that. So for every woman, again, if you did not hear me, if you are in even a man, if you're in a domestic violence relationship or marriage get you some help get you to a place of safety again i honor pastor calvin miller and pastor helen miller for taking Jela in those days when i couldn't care for her because i was trying to make sure that i was protected that we was protected i made sure we was protected I had to do what I need to do. I had to go get a, I had a to carry in North Carolina. I had to go get another concealed carry. It was just like a whole lot of stuff that we had to do. A whole lot of stuff. I had to do. My best friend, she, she sent the seed to us. And I said, it's your birthday. I felt so bad because I couldn't send nothing to my. My my best friend, cause she always does something sweet. We always, you know, we're always doing stuff for each other. We look out for each other, cause she got two single boys. Everybody know Tamika Smith, my uh, my coach, my book coach, and um, people just don't know. They'll never know. I don't know. Uh, and I kept my daughter away from me. So that she can be happy, cause anytime you bring it up around her, she gets sad, she gets depressed. My daughter had to be on uh what Lexapro, an antidepressant, cause the people said she wasn't uh, suicidal. Um. Uh, it was just a lot. Um, People who really knew my daughter, and um, we went to the hospital. Like I said, it was tough. I felt bad because I came into a ministry. Uh Pastor Chell was could tell y'all, she came into a ministry and I didn't feel accepted. I didn't. So I, I, I it was like oh she better than you. Oh you think you better than everybody. Because I didn't live, I didn't live like a peasant. I didn't live like a peasant. I didn't live, I didn't live like that. I don't care what nobody say. I didn't live like that. Everybody knew I lived nice. I drove nice. I, You know, my money was good. Everybody knew that. But I'm telling y'all, please get out. If you in ministry and your husband is being on you or your wife being on you, go see your leaders. And leaders, let me tell you something. It's your responsibility as a clergy member, as a clergy, as a clergy. It's your responsibility to... To contact the police because if that person dies and you knew that they was in a abuse in the state of Texas, if you are a clergy pastor, let me let y'all know this. If you're a clergy, if you're a clergy, it's your responsibility to let authorities to know, authorities know, and it's your responsibility if it's in a public place. You are to get a restraining order filed against that person or a no trespassing order. That's what it is. A no trespassing order so that that person could protect. And I I just dealt with a situation like this. I just dealt with a situation like this. Listen. I took in a family recently. This happened two weeks ago. And this man, the mom... And the and the, the children. I had the children. I had a daughter stay at my home last week. This happened two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And I told a little girl, I said, You can stay here. The older sister, she got out of school. She said, Well, Mr. Toy, can I help you? I said, Yes. My daughter was coming home. She said, Mama, they daddy beating on them. They daddy molesting them. And um and I said, Jayla, I don't get involved in that stuff because they're going to put me in it. I said, Jayla, I don't mind the little girl coming over here playing. Then they said, you know, the mama came up over here on a Tuesday. And she said, can she stay here because I'm leaving. The daughter came over here with no clothes, no shoes. She said, can she stay here? I said, yes, she can stay here. I said, but I'm going to tell you this. If he come anywhere near my daughter, he come anywhere near these kids, I'm calling the police. That's what I told her. I said, but he has to be in my vicinity. He has to be on my, on my street for me to do anything. And when I tell you this, two days later, the man was at the bus stop waiting for the daughters to get off the bus. And Jayla ran home screaming. This happened just recently, last week. Screaming. Banging on the door, mama, 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 Mom, please let me out. Like, what's going on? I'm getting ready to go pick up my kids after school. Jayla done dropped her books, her backpack done dropped everything. And the man approached me. I said, You know what? I know what to do. Go right up there. I went, and got Jayla's stuff. He said, Ma'am, ma'am, can I please talk to y'all? I just want to talk to my daughters. I said, I don't know you. I don't know what's going on with you. I'm coming to pick up my daughter's things. Anything you got to say, you need to stay at this street. Don't you come to my house. Went across the street, told my neighbors, Miss Danielle and them, I told them what was going on, told Miss Diddy what was going on, and they said, don't worry about Mr. Toy. We got it because my whole street loaded, whole street. So immediately I talked to the mama. The mama said, why are you calling the police? And this is what I said. You got these kids in this. And you think it's a game. I ain't filing no papers against him. That's dumb. Don't you ever say that. Those papers gonna get me killed. It killed my mama. Listen, I don't care who it killed. Not in that sense, but... You got to protect your kids if this man is beating on you and your kids and molesting your kids. Whatever she's doing, do not. You need to take protection and put a protective order against this man so he won't come near you and let the police handle it. Don't try to work it out yourself and just, I'm going to just up and leave because that's what my last ex husband did. Listen, get some help. Please go get help. I don't care. Drugs, no drugs. Get your kids out. Get them out. Go. The church will open up their doors and let you stay in a back room somewhere till you get it right. But don't go back to your abuser. If you never file, if you never file protection order or file assault charges, you're going to go back to your abuser. And some people say, well, no, if you still talking to your abuser, you condone domestic violence. Well, he changed, he don't be nobody, no both. Okay, he may have, and some people can change. I'm not taking it away, but if they still dealing with the same stuff, and they still beating on you like that, they still doing this stuff, listen, get out. It did get worse every time you go back. When he put his hands on me the first time, and jacked me up in the closet. I was supposed to go back to North Carolina. I was not, I didn't need to stay here. I was supposed to pack my car up and drive back. File the protection order, file for the divorce, and go back. I was on the for two months. 2017. So if I went through it, then I'm telling y'all, get out of it it's real domestic violence is real my best friend she almost lost her life because she had to leave her take her kids in the middle of the night and go live in the shelter tamika did and when you get an abuser you have to leave that you have to leave it alone you can't play with your life like that you got kids And this woman had a nerve to text me. You caused me to, the CPS is calling and threatening to take my kids. I have nothing to do with that. I don't, your kids aren't safe with you because you're choosing to still stay with this man who is beating on you. You cannot get mad at somebody when they say, I'm calling child protective services because you're not a parent who protecting your child. And they will put your child in the foster home. If you can't take care of your kid and you choosing to love this man, listen, drop your kids off to somebody who's going to love on them and, and, and sign over your rights. No, you're not coming back and get these kids. No. Pastor Chalini did that. She said, listen, you're not a fit mother right now. I would take your kids and do what I need to do with your kids because you're not fit. And it's nothing wrong with you telling your girlfriend, listen, girl, let me take your kids. Cause you 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 blinded. That's witchcraft. They in control. So they're being Jezebel. They've been controlled by this spirit. They're being controlled by it. And then you you take no, take them kids. Oh, call the police. They getting beat over there. they been that you need to get some help. So what I did was I called nine one one, and I got me some help, protection, because I was like, "This is crazy. I know this man is crazy. I've been seeing it before my eyes, and I kept making up lies in my head that this man is crazy." And this woman told me, "You wrong for to, for calling the police." They threaten to take my kids. I'm going back. Well, I don't care what you do. But I know one thing. Your child, nor you, are welcome to my home. Because we just got out of a situation like that. And I don't bring I don't bring that type of stuff around my child, nor me. I don't play them kind of games with my... No. I'm a good mother. A darn good one. And I'm daggone that I, me, listen to what I'm saying, that I bring that around my daughter again. I done done it one time, didn't doing it again. But two? Oh no, mm mm. Nope. So, I say this to you: call the domestic violence hotline. Let me get this number. and I'm off of here, cause I got a great day to do one my school tomorrow. let me give y'all this number for Domestic Violence Awareness. Matter of on my black thing For Domestic Violence Awareness. Just... In my paper. But I took them out. Black. What my black. Oh, there it is. Whoever is on here, because I can take the con I take the comments off because I'm getting I'm getting ready to go and um finish out my day. But those of you who need the one 800 number for domestic violence. And everything that I'm saying to you is no lie. It's all public record. So, um, to all those haters out there, if you're in the Harris County area, but if you just need a number to um, domestic violence, 1-800-799-SAFE The domestic violence hotline. If you need uh, and if you're in the state of Texas, you need aid to victims of domestic abuse. Um, uh, batters, the batteries intervention and prevention program that's 713 224 9911. If you got a problem with drugs or alcoholism, um, you can call the Alcoholics Anonymous line that's 713. 713- Six eight six six three zero zero. That's seven one three six eight six six three zero zero. Um, lot of lot of lot of resources right here. They gave me a whole packet. They gave me a whole packet. The case is still pending for um. My ex-husband, they they continued the case for February. It was supposed to be in November, but they continued it. Um, The assault case, impeding breath. Um, It's a felony in the state of Texas. Um, That was the charge. Um, It was public. You got to get delivered. People got to get fed free. I had to fill out all that paperwork, fax it in, send it in, all that stuff. At the end of the day, they moving real slow on a lot of things. Oh, now I can see y'all comments. I guess something done did something. But I believe I'm Okay. I thank the Trouble Movement for honoring me, for making a difference. I really appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. I done took my exit. I'm moving forward. And now I hear everything God tells me to do. So any words of wisdom on tonight? I pray on tonight. That God, that you heard something with an ear. When you see here, you take the H off in his ear. And um, I'm making sure that I'm taking the necessary precautions for my daughter and I. Um, Again, I'm not afraid. If anything is to be done, as I say, keep my daughter and I lifted in prayer. Um, keep us covered. Um, this is my story. This is not just my truth, but it is the truth. I would no longer be silent and stand for a lot of things that has been done. Um, you got a lot of people who are involved in a lot of things that are just not godly, but I'm nobody's judge. I'm not here to judge you. That's not my not my problem, but my problem, but my responsibility is to bring awareness. That's my responsibility. My responsibility is to bring awareness. Not I love marriage. I love love. Um, nowhere near bitter. Nowhere near. I'm gonna say it again. Nowhere near bitter. Nowhere near hurt. Um, but God has really saw me through this thing alive. Um, to lose my vocals. To lose. Uh, to my, my insides of my vocals was bleeding, throat was swollen, all that stuff. To have bruises all over my body was really crazy. It was I never thought I would experience that. I mean, I heard horror stories of first ladies going through it. Not all first ladies are going through it. Not all first ladies are uh, going through that type of stuff. But I will say this. Pray for the first ladies. Pray for them. Because they carry a lot of weight. They deal with a lot of emotions. Um, They have to deal with the weight of husband traveling out of the country, out of state. You know, go through those lonely periods. But if they're a solid husband, husband and wife, they will constantly stay in communication. The husband, the wife is traveling with the wife the wife is traveling with the husband, the husband's traveling with the wife, vice versa. Sometimes they can't always be together because they still gotta take care of their home front. And not everybody is looking for your ties and offices to cover their home. Um some you just gotta be able to have an ear to hear and know if they have the spirit of God and you have to have discernment in this hour. Um and you have to make sure that you really know who whose you are and who's your identity. Um, who, you're, who you are and know your identity. If you're dealing with any type of identity crisis and you are in a marriage, you really need to get some type of professional help. I tell anybody, there's nothing wrong with therapy and Jesus too. You know, you need help. a lot. It's a lot of mental illness going on in the church. Specifically, it's because people saying they praying, they fasting, they doing all kinds of stuff, but you really need to get some help. Jalen and I are still getting therapy because we need it. We've been traumatized. We've been through a lot of trauma. Um, and way before this marriage, I was traumatized, you know, just a lot. It was just a lot. This ain't even a whole story. This is just, y'all just getting half. And I know you're like, y'all, that's more. Yeah, it's more. But <sighs> that don't even need to be said. I believe I said what the Lord wanted me to say. And, um, if you are in the homosexual lifestyle and you are married, and your wife does not know. Leave her alone and get you some help. Get you some help. And you got some women that would stand. And say, yeah, I know he deal with it. I love him. And I did. I was one of those women that knew and I stood. Um, even with the social apps and stuff, I stood. I stood. But until it's time to go. So. I love y'all. Be blessed. I guess I'll go back and read the comments because I don't know what happened to the comments. Bro told me to swipe the comments. When I try to come back, I only see like Tabika watching. I can only see like my friends watching. Like Mother Erica. Lady Suzette. It's saying watching, but it's not showing comments. It's just saying like I'm watching. I don't know. I ain't even, I ain't even worrying about it. uh. I'm not deleting this live. I'm keeping it up. So, do not inbox me about deleting my lives. Okay. Um, yeah. It's emotional for me right now because I I said, no, I'm, I won't do nothing like that. I would never get on social media. I would never do that. You know, I just say, I beat around the bush and I say certain things, but ain't nobody really going to know you know, what's going on, it's just, it is, I just, people just got to know what they know, if they in my inner circle, my close circle, but, um, the Holy Ghost had to let me know, what's going on is not kingdom, it ain't kingdom, people are saying his name in vain, and, um, it's not kingdom, it's just not kingdom, and he said that, he said it clear as that, it's not kingdom, It's two kingdoms going on. Darkness and light. And he's tired. And I and I and I was using my voice and posting and typing. Um I was using my voice posting and typing. And um I didn't know what God was doing. When the Lord dropped no longer on mute on me, I was like, Okay, no longer on mute. And it happened. I had to be the book. My book of what I wrote in my book. I got many books that I'm breaking out in 2021. Um and I just said, "God, you're going to use me like this." And he said, "Yep. Because other people are going through what you just went what I just pulled you out of." So I pray on tonight somebody's life was changed. So I pray on tonight somebody's eyes was open. Um I haven't really had the spirit to pray for others. Because I was praying for myself. I was praying for my daughter. Um, when people was inboxing me. That was tiring too. People was inboxing me. Saying, woman of God, what the Lord is saying. Um, I started blocking people. It was like nobody would would um, pimp my gift. I was tired of uh, line leaders. Um, We're here for you. We love you. I never looked for a platform. I've always had a following. I always had a platform that wasn't something. God put me here. You know, I didn't make my name. God made my name. My mother birthed me my name. So I didn't understand um, my name. But I understand that I'm very victorious. Um, But I will not be addressing all this dumb stuff that people was inboxing me. I will not be addressing it. If you got receipts, um, people already had told me. And I already spoke to Larry Reed. you know, I've known Larry since I was a little girl, since I was 19, and I was going to Pastor Tyrus Church, um, and I was just like, listen, I already know how Larry wrote, I already know, so, you know, and they was like, oh, he got the receipts, I was like, oh, okay, cool, and I got, I got over the shame and embarrassment, I was very ashamed, very embarrassed, um, I thank God for Lady Beverly. Um, uh, And I thank God for Lady Beverly, um, definitely, because she was praying me through and I was reaching out to prominent prophets and pastors that I knew who had a praying life and I just was reaching out and inboxing those. I was like, listen, can you please pray for me? And um some head dropped down and they, you know, some prayed, some had a prophetic word. Uh it was just different stuff. So um I just was like, God, I just don't understand. I was like, where's the church? Like, where is the church? These people, they're liars. I was like, they're all liars. Everybody say, Oh, I felt you in my spirit. When? When did you feel me in your spirit? When was you praying for me? When? Because when I really needed you to pray for me, when I really needed you, like, where were you? And um, that's when God was like, Well, you wasn't talking. I gave you a mouth to speak, you wasn't talking. And um, that was because I was covered. Love covers a multitude of sin. And so, and love, love covers a multitude of fault. So I loved them where I covered them. And one thing I had to understand is that you can't cover what God is uncovering. When I heard that, I said, wow. And I didn't hear from God, heard from my overseer. Didn't make sense. I now understand you can't cover wrong you can't cover it eventually it's going to be exposed so those of you who are dealing with spirit of lying, spirit of perversion uh, spirit of jealousy, spirit of whoredom I had to repent to God on so many levels because I was like God I'm up here masturbating and I feel so bad. I'm. I mean, I gotta get this off of me. Like God, I'm gonna do this, and you're gonna have to forgive me later. Cause I'm in my marriage and feeling like this. I'm out of my marriage. I'm feeling like this. But I had people really praying for me. You can't cover what God is. Un- what God is uncovering. That's just what it is. You can't cover wrong. That's what's happening. A lot of people are covering wrong. My- Everybody say they are your sister. I found out people that weren't my sisters. I didn't do the gossiping thing. I didn't do that because that ain't that didn't that wasn't how I rolled. That just wasn't how I did things. If I talked to my sister, I talked to my sister, and I was talking about myself. When I was wrong, I was wrong, and that's what I want y'all leaders to understand. Y'all human. Y'all are human. Y'all are human. Everybody was like, oh, what happened to Sophia Reppin? What happened? What happened? Nothing happened. It's just that the conference didn't happen. That's just what it is. I didn't take nobody money because ain't nobody sold, but one, two people sold. And those two people, one person, she got home in the bed, and the other person said, Listen, I'm good. Bless you and your daughter. That was a pot that was on um, Pasta T, Lady T, as a vendor. And nobody else sold in that conference. So those people that said my name was tagged on a post, you if you owe money, please see Victoria on the hooks at that time well, Washington at the time I was like hey, I don't know why y'all contacted me because it wasn't no money nobody didn't invest or so into it. Want nobody coming to no conference during no pandemic. Want nobody coming. Just that's what it was. Um but before the title and leaders, we gotta understand something. Before the title you are somebody's husband you're somebody's wife you're somebody's mother you're somebody's father. Your child don't care nothing about your title. We force our kids to go to church. That's why I tell now, Jayla, I don't force her to go to church because I know she has a relationship with God. But we go because we give God thanks. We go because we love God. We know what he's done for us. And I told Jayla, don't ever forget that. What God done for us. This is what God's done for us. He saved us. He he helped, you know, he saved mommy. So we're going to church. I say we're going, we're going today. If I say we're not going, we're going to put on some worship music and she's going to praise dance through this house. I'm going to be praying, speaking in tongues, and thanking God and clapping my hands because that's how we have been worshiping. So those of you who have been trying to see where I'm at and know what church I'm at, I'm a part of the kingdom. And I know who holds me accountable. I have leaders who hold me accountable, so I'm not out here. Just loose, no. So they're constantly encouraging me. The reason why I closed my uh, calendar for 2020 to heal. My calendar is still closed. So I, I'm not sorry for turning down preaching engagements for New Year's Eve. Because most people that the most the one that was inviting me was just trying to hear. Because most people preach their pain in the pulpit. I was going to be bleeding on people. I was going to be infecting people. So before I infect anybody, before I do anything, understand this, I'm going to do something right. I'm going to do it right. I ain't going to do that. Many people know my heart. Some people I ain't gonna say many. Some not everybody knows my heart, but those who have tried to expose leaders expose not expose leaders, but um exposed leaders. You ask me what's perversion. Um I'm gonna tell you to go get this book and it deal with the spirit of perversion and um Perversion is pretty much a straw man um, to where it basically, I don't want to say it in a way that's offensive, but I can only say how God gives it to me. Um, Perversion is when somebody tries to twist the word to make it fit their wrong. Perversion is when somebody try to make their lifestyle that it fits God and it doesn't fit God. Um, perversion pretty much is where someone, uh, they deal with a lot of pornography, uh, abortion, sexual. I mean, it's a whole lot of stuff. Um, child abuse, twisting word of God, contingency. It's just so much in the ball. Um, I could do a whole teaching on perversion. And... um, uh, it's continual sin. It's something continuous. It's perverted, like you're you just trying to make what's wrong right, and it's wrong in the eyes of God. So you're, um, if you read Isaiah nineteen and fourteen, that'll really, uh, it'll it'll help you. People that's preaching doctrinal error and all that stuff, um, I could do a whole teaching on it, and 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 you it'll bless your whole life. So. Um, trust me, you will be shocked. It's perversion is a really strong hope. It's a, it's a perverse spirit, um, cause you to detour from the blueprint of God. Um, and y'all remember, uh, Isaiah 55, eight and nine, you ever heard the scripture of, um, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. And, you know, the heavens are not higher than the earth. All that stuff. When you read that, then it makes sense. Because everybody's trying to make it seem like, you know, their life is nothing wrong. Taking something wrong from its original use and using it for what it's not permitted to do. Absolutely. So, basically trying to twist it, flip it, to make it seem as if what you're doing is right. Um... God makes us new creatures um, every day. That's why we got to constantly renew our minds. Renew, 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 renew. Renew. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Many people quote that scripture, but they yet not deliver. So it's about transforming and reforming yourself in the eyes of Christ. Makes sense? I pray it makes sense to you. All right? Um, Be blessed. I love y'all. My time is well spent. But again, mind the business that pays you. Mind the business that you have at home. Mind that business because you pay that business at home. Okay? I love y'all. Be blessed. I love y'all. Be blessed. Most certainly.